How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Pan Geekery Podcast, a live weekly video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all diverse perspective. Welcome to episode eight. Yeah. So we are going to talk about TV, movies, video games, comics, covering all the nooks and crannies of fandom. Uh, I am Earl. I am your one of your hosts. I am an actor and uh, fantasy sci-fi geek. Hello, I'm Jen. I am also an actor, writer, slash artist, and um, I am a narrative RPG geek. Hi, my name is Caitlin. I'm a writer, director, and an actor and a singer, and I just, excuse me. <laughs> well, I produce I, and I write. <laughs> well, well I also write poetry and painting. I also pee in the morning. Um, I do usually. Reiki. And I just like really good stories. And uh, for the first time ever, we have a guest host for today, Mr. Dexter Adriano. Hello, everyone. Uh, Dexter is currently an editor on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Welcome. Thank Thank you. you for being here. Thanks for having me. Thanks uh, for being fancy. Yeah, fancy. <laughs> Before we move uh, forward, I would just like to give a shout out to our sponsors. Jimmy John's, uh, thank you for sponsoring us. Um, that gargantuan on which, man. Um, it takes a freak to make a sandwich that'll make you freak. And also to PWC, Filipino Worker Center, thank you for being our location sponsors. Fun. So, um, before we move on again, I would like to say uh, everybody who is in chat, Feel free to ask us questions. Uh, hopefully, we will get them get to them by the end of the episode. Also, uh, hit us up on Twitter, um, hashtag PanGeekery, and we will check that stuff out. So, how's everybody? Do- how's everybody doing this week? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that, Jen? <laughs> Jen looks at me with eyes gleaming. I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm fine. You I'm okay. Go first. I'm yeah. alive. Yeah. Very long um, uh, Not it. Okay. <laughs> I'll start. Um, so I had a very bad hypoglycemic attack just like three nights ago, and that was kind of scary. Like you don't know how dire existence is until like your brain starts shutting down and you realize oh wait i can solve this by eating more food um (laughs) so yeah that that was astonishing to me but um i have been playing a lot of rise of the tomb raider yeah which earl voices a character for earl is plays jonah on the new tomb raider game series and it's a bunch of fun really love that uh last night my roommate introduced me to Resident Evil 2, the remake, nice. which was a lot of fun. And he's very well versed in like speed running the, uh, the game. So he like knew exactly when to cut corners so that like zombies wouldn't get him and all that. So it was a very interesting playthrough. I feel like I wouldn't have had that playthrough on my own. Have you ever done speed runs before? No, I haven't. They're crazy. It's yeah. like there's all these weird like exploits. So. It's, a, it's a different art for sure. I mean, like I usually play games for story value. So right. It, it's never occurred to me to like not experience the story for the story's sake mm-hmm. and just do the gameplay by itself. But yeah, it was interesting. Very cool. Well, um, I'm still grinding away at raising money for my film. <laughs> Seen the spark, y'all? So, yes, I just want to say all to out there, you people in TV and YouTube land, please donate to my campaign because we're going to make it. We're going to meh. I can't speak right now. We're going to be making a really awesome, funny, romantic comedy type thing next month that uh, I really want people to enjoy. And the production value is often important in doing that and paying the crew as well. So um, maybe I can put a link to my seed and spark. What's it, right. what's it called so people the, can look the, it up? The movie is called Fruit Fly. 
and it's about a girl who consistently falls in love with gay guys and problems ensue. That's all I'll say about that. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Other than that, I'm still here. I'm still kicking. We're going to do this show. F yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, we started, uh, I'm in a 30 minute musical called Supportive White Parents. <gasps> which mm. I saw. Which, which Caitlin week. saw on Thursday. Yeah. Thank you for coming out. You're welcome, Earl. Um, so that's our first, uh, the first date of our run. We're going to continue there at UCB for the next month and then um, at the Hollywood Fringe in June. And I've also been keeping up uh, with Twin Peaks uh, because. Um, Dexter's wearing a Twin Peaks shirt right now. Trying nice. To get there. And I finally finished all of the DLC for uh, Rise, not Rise, but Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. So I finally, they just released the last one called Path Home, which is kind of like the bookend to the entire game. And I just finished that. Don't spoil so it for me. I won't. Okay. But I'll, I'll hopefully live stream it soon. Nice. Anything you've been up to, Dexter? Uh, well, you know, based off your suggestion last right. time, uh, I. I binge watched The Expanse. Nice. Yay. So, yay. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, I've been in a sci fi mood, so I've been watching a lot of, you know, I caught up with uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, cool, cool, cool. You know, I haven't so. started that yet. Yeah, no, I, I love that show. Nice. So. I hear good things. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. Mm. Awesome. So, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week, namely uh, the two big things that dropped this week in Geekdom uh, Avengers Endgame mm. and. Um, Episode three of Game of Thrones season eight, um, entitled "The Long Night," aka the batter, f batter. <laughs> the batter, the batter for, batter winter, for cake. winter cake. <laughs> the batter for winter cake. I kind of wish that was actually it. White Walker batter. <laughs> the, the batter of Winterfell. Oh my god, that's winter so yummy. Yummy. Yeah, I know. I'd eat that. Can we? Can we sell it's that? Like, there's like snowflakes. Right. On yeah. it. Like some powdered sugar. Yeah. Winter let's, flour. Let's next year at Renaissance Pleasure Fair, we'll have a booth. Oh yeah, my we gosh, will. we totally should. Is <laughs> yeah. that over? Yeah. No, no, no. It's going till the 19th. So going. We can have a bake-off. We'll bring a right. Winterfell-themed bake sale. Yeah, there. we'll do it. We'll hot wear. pies, hot pies. They do have a hand pie um, booth, so we'll be directly competing with them. Look, you know, I'm all about really that. weird. Hand pies? Want to try my hand pie? Well, like, I mean, that sounds As opposed weird. to, like, wouldn't you want to have if a hand say pie it like that. a pie? <laughs> Try my yes. hot hand pie. I know. <laughs> if you say it like hot that, anything sounds hand weird. Hand pie. Yeah. That's like two vulgar words. Yeah, like, that's what pie. I mean. Hand, Please hand try pie. some of my hot heat man pie. Would man you like pie. to try my cotton shirt? I mean, it Stop sounds weird. Um, Anyways. <laughs> so besides... We don't go on tangents uh, on the show ever. <laughs> besides those two things, we're going to talk about a few uh, news items that have dropped. And we're going to talk a little bit to uh, Dexter here and see what he's all about, and then um, hopefully pick up some questions and answers from the chat. I, I, I was, from the chat? I, from the chat. <laughs> I, almost the said, chat? I almost said <laughs> we'll pick up some um, questions and answers from the tweet, which is kind of makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway. I don't know how it came out as chat. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still wondering. I mean, still doesn't make sense. It's like in, it sounds in, like some sort of post thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know in Scott Pilgrim, when yeah. he's thinking, I have to go pee, and um, I don't know her, and, yeah. he, and he gets confused, and instead, um, what comes out is, I have to go pee on her. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. I actually right, don't know that happened. part. I, yeah. <laughs> oh my that's gosh. That's so great. That's just what happened I love right Scott now. Pilgrim. Chat. Um, so, uh, the first item up for bid, mm -hmm. in terms of trailers, is the new Swamp Thing trailer. Yep. Yay. Ooh. Ooh. 
Um, so, yeah, the new Swamp Thing trailer just dropped. Uh, James Wan is directing, so it's uh, quite a bit of a departure from the 80s um, films. It's a lot scarier, um, a lot... Um, yeah, swampier. it's darker, swampier, yes. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Earl. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of thingier, yes. too. <laughs> Stuff and things. This is more about the horror genre. Right. right. It's very much hard horror as opposed to, like, uh, you know, the uh, 82 film, mm. um, which was, I, I'm not that it was trying to be campy, but, like, uh, just by virtue of the era that it came out in. It's it was campy. It's yeah. campy. <laughs> yeah. Just right. If it comes out Just in the 80s, it. it's yeah. campy. Yeah. It's <laughs> Krull, Conan the Barbarian, all kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> Krull, yeah. Not at the time. What was that? <laughs> Take that <Aww>. back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian, I was about to say. Today is my Conan favorite. Yeah. Oh, Earl, yeah, I, told I asked Earl today, what's your favorite movie? And he said, Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> yeah. I said, the Conan? one from the 80s? Yeah, yeah. yeah. unequivocally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what it is that makes that movie is the score, though. Oh, yeah. The John Milius score? Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, Basil, uh, Basil pa Paul Doris. Paul right. Doris, yeah. yeah. It was great stuff. He also did the music for um, Hunt for Red October, mm. which Ooh. was, yeah. But anyway, Swamp Thing, that came out. That looks pretty fun. Uh, I'm probably going to watch that at some point. I don't know. Mm. Are you? Have you... Watch the old ones, Dexter. Um, I was more of a fan of the the Alan Moore run on mm. the comic books. The comic mm. books that right. was that I liked how they defined his character there. Right. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to take elements of that in the movie. I, I mean, in the TV show, I can't tell. Yeah. But I would rather see. I'd like to see. I might see it. Just I might check out the show just to see if they work in those parts of the storyline. Right. So as a novice Swamp Thing moviegoer. What is the Swamp Thing? I was All just right. going to ask the same Sorry. thing. <laughs> swamp Thing is he's kind of like a, a an entity, an elemental entity that lives well, in this, you know, That's what a, that's what Alan Moore did. Right. Originally mm -hmm. what it was Swamp Thing was this guy who fell into a swamp and then you thought he became this creature, really? right? Really? Oh. But I forgot about what that. What Alan Moore yeah. did was yeah. no, actually mm. that guy who he thinks he is, a guy named Alex I think. Mm. He was like that's actually not him. He actually died. What happened was he became an elemental creature. Oh. And once he realizes that, it's like all of a sudden his powers are become like exponential. exponential. There was this hmm. there was this great thing where he went to Gotham and he battled Batman. Hmm. Wow. And he just like overtook Gotham. Right. Just covered it. Just vines. covered everything. Is there a reason why he became the swamp thing and not everybody else who ever falls into that swamp? Um, I think it, uh, no, I think it was just, it I was mean, just him. <laughs> He's the only one who fell right. into that swamp. He was, was just not, swamp It's not the swamp things. It's <laughs> the swamp thing, Jen. Come on. Like, well, the, appara well, apparently he was a long line. There's, uh, there are these creatures on the earth that I think were called mm. elementals. Right. Oh. So he became a creature like that. And Got they pop it. up now and then in the Alan Moore run. But before huh. then, it was just him looking like a Right. So if I want to become yeah. an elemental... I just need to fall into a swamp. Yes. Yeah. You need yeah. to bind with the elements. So yeah. who's down for a swamp fill trip? I'm down. A swamp trip. Let's go uh, fly to Dagobah. All right. I think it should just rain is, and you should okay. hug a puddle. That's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do with my tears every night, Jim. That's uh, That's good. That's good. <laughs> I think it, good practice. Good practice. <laughs> so uh, speaking of kind of like alien-like beings, um, a few weeks ago we were talking about a, a high school in New Jersey that put on a production of Aliens, and they kind of had a new development, right? Jen? Oh, yes, they did. So uh, basically the group of kids that put together the Alien Theater Show 
at their school, funded it, produced it, performed it themselves, really, really creatively done. Costumes look spectacular. The xenomorphs look awesome. They actually recreated like that sense of thrill that the movies had. And um, so they put on an encore. And in the audience was none other than Sigourney Weaver herself. Yeah. Ellen That's Ripley. Crazy. Yeah, so um, the kids did not know initially that she was going to come. Maybe there was a surprise or she had heard about it, you know, being so popular on the Internet and whatnot that she surprised them. And then there's this really wholesome video of her greeting the kids and clapping for them and them clapping for her. So they're just clapping at each (laughs) other for just being so wholesome and wonderful in this dark world. (laughs) 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 Look at these kids. Aren't they amazing? They made it themselves. good. She looks great, yeah. 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 No, R slash wholesome yeah, memes. She hasn't yeah. Aged. She has the Keanu Reeves <laughs> syndrome. I know. A little bit. You mean she's a vampire? <laughs> Considering that yep. was like almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, no. Th- but this was like a piece of wonderful news, basically. Yeah. Oh, who? I want to know, like, what creative director at that school thought. Uh, okay. Music Man, no. Lion King, too cliche. Uh, King and I, too controversial. Not enough <laughs> Asian people. I know. Alien. No, <laughs> like, what they the did heck? not come up with it. The oh. students came up with it. What? They did. No, it's because some geek who belongs on this podcast was like, you guys, have you heard of the movie Alien? And then he told all his friends, and then they all watched it. I almost wonder if it's because of um, uh, Peter Parker's line in uh, Avengers Infinity oh. War. Oh. Because he makes War? a reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah because makes, that's how he... So I was watching this old movie, gosh dang it, <laughs> of Infinity War. <laughs> Infinity War, War. and uh, uh, Peter Parker talks about. It. I saw I saw this old me- movie Alien, and then um, he did that thing too. Oh, maybe that and is you know, the thing. I would give them. these kids more give credit, the credit because like yeah. right. that that thing putting out a production is not easy. Like they must have had much more time to think about this and produce it and vamp it mm-hmm. than just the time it took for them to hear about it through Infinity War. I mean, right. I definitely think they I, saw it before. I want to see their production design. Yeah, I, I want to see it too. There's Can some clips tour? online. That'd be great. I know. Can you do a touring show? Can we just do it old school and pirate the damn thing? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> somebody actually posted the full play. Really? A video recording of it on YouTube. Oh my god! Yeah. Let's so watch it. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, watch it soon because I'm sure like Fox gone is soon. gonna like yeah nix it. But they somebody put it up. And okay. actually watched some of it, and it was like really good. Nice. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm hearing Let's only great things about this. That's awesome. Um, so, well, uh, congrats to, um, I, I forget the high school, gosh, but <laughs> to job, random New Jersey high school. Or, uh, Good job. Off the top of my head. Yeah. Congrats to y'all. Um, so next up, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season six is coming up soon and, uh, they released, they just released some photos, right, Caitlin? So who here watches Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I do. I'm, I'm a little behind, but. I, I have to. Dexter, do you want to tell us just a little bit about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and what that story is all about? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Um. (laughs) You've heard of it before, right? Let's see. You know what that is, right? I think so. What does S.H.I.E.L.D. even stand for? Yeah, what's an agent? (laughs) It's a long acronym. It's, uh, yeah, what was it? Oh, Society Strategic Homeland. um, uh, I always forget this part. Intervention, logistics, and. Defense? Defense. Division. Oh, e what about the E? The after the e. the e after the I. After Electronic. intervention. <laughs> Electronic? <laughs> Elliptical. <laughs> Ellipticals. Estuary. Exuberant. <laughs> Estrogen. Ameliorate. I mean, energetic. That starts with, That's an, with a. an A. Yeah. <laughs> Stop oh, trying to act fail. smart. <laughs> Earl. Earl. It stands for Earl. Yeah. Shield. I mean, Shield kind of still takes its DNA from 
the Marvel movies where it's about definitely it's about doing the right thing in the face of adversity. So right. that's what we kind of do with our characters. Hell yeah. And on the show, you know, they become a bit more family because we're tied now to these core characters who are our agents. You know, so mm-hmm. Dude, me, that's am, what the show is about. I am forever in love with Fitzsimmons. Like forever. Oh, God. They're mm. the best. Yeah. <laughs> so what does uh, what is the relationship between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel movies that we see come out, like with, say, Avengers and all that? Is it like taking place in a prequel kind of zone? No, they they can, they take place concurrently. It's in the same yeah. world. Yeah. They're kind of like the FBI, FBI right? Sort of for mm. the superheroes. Right. They can, they of. take care of that kind of CIA, you know, right? Mm. FBI. Kind of a little bit of both because yeah. they're both intelligence counterintelligence right. and then like counterterrorism as well. So a little bit of everything, I guess. Yeah. So so that returns on ABC for its sixth season. They released three photos of three new characters. Um, and these probably don't mean much to anyone because we don't know who the characters are yet. <laughs> yeah, but they're played by um, Carolina Widra, or Widra, will portray a character named Izel, a mercenary with another, a mercenary from another galaxy who joins forces another with S.H.I.E.L.D. Galaxy. after traversing from space. At this point, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now looks like they're in some kind of outer space, universal type sci-fi world. Right. I mean, there was um, the fifth season took, place off world right mm-hmm. so right exactly so yeah. and now they're branching out and then before that they went into the framework so they right. were basically right. into in a digitally created world yeah right. wow. the, the showrunners are just like how can we make this not basic as possible <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so and, add and a bit of uh star trek bit of you know right. alien tron. tron yeah and you had um sorry no good uh you had ghostwriter on two seasons ago yeah which mm-hmm. is like Pretty cosmic as it is. So cosmic, that's right. what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second actor who is has been released in these photos is Christopher James Baker. He's from True Detective. He portrays Malachi, an assassin from a faraway world that comes to Earth with his own nefarious agenda. Nefarious. Mm-hmm. Nefarious. Mm-hmm. nefarious. SAT word for you. And the last one is Barry Shakaba Henley. It's a great name. Shakaba. Sh- Shabaka. Shabaka. Not Shakaba. Shabaka. Dear Henley. God. <laughs> Bosch. From Bosch, who will play Dr. Marcus Benson, mm-hmm. a brilliant scientific genius with an especially renowned background in life sciences, who was recruited by Shield for his intellectual acumen. Mm. Mm. I'm just tingling with excitement for season six. I, I just <laughs> want to know: is uh, is is there such thing as a non-brilliant? Um, I was going to say: is there yeah. no such thing as a non-brilliant genius? Yeah, non-brilliant. <laughs> is it a, a brilliant? scientific genius yeah. you know you could be a genius and washed up and maybe down on life and not doing anything with your genius I mean you know? the idea is brilliance <laughs> is like isn't that intellectual ingenuity yeah nowadays we call them homeless An idiotic oh no scientific genius I get in trouble so bad for oh saying that school. oh goodness <laughs> um, so uh, with that we're going to move on to our, our main topics for the we're evening we're just zooming through these we are we have a lot to talk about we I, that's do right. like we um, do. trying to uh, backload all this stuff Real so quick, uh, yeah. Shield stands for Strategic Homeland, Homeland. Intervention Region. Enforcement and Logistics Enforcement. Division. 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 Okay, there we go. Shield. I'll never forget. Go. Never forget. That's again. why you can just say Shield for short. Yeah, yeah. Shield, Shield for short. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, it feels That's like a backronym. <laughs> 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 um, so um, again, 
Uh, I want to welcome Dexter Adriano. Yay! Yay! Welcome, Dexter. Welcome, Dexter. Our welcome, first Dexter. ever guest here on Pan Geekery Podcast. The first one. Our first guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. No yeah. pressure. You're breaking the seal. We're going to have to pee like breaking every five, <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, goodness. Woo. So, uh, Dexter, um, uh, tell us a little, about about, uh, little bit about yourself, um, your geek background, uh, what you do. Uh, well, I'm an editor. I've been a television editor mostly. Uh, since the mid '90s, cool. Um, um, my geek background. Well, I mean, I was uh, I collected comic books when I was a kid for a little while. Right. Uh, I had sort of I, I like I have two I had two runs of comic books in my life when I was really young. You know, ten, twelve, and I would get the right. Uh, a lot of times I would get Superman, Spider Man. Um, I got my favorite comic book was the oversized comic book when Superman was racing. The Flash, right? Mm. You know, and they punked out because they called him a tie, and I'm like, no. <laughs> they did that with him and Superman too, and they did that in the movie, and I'm like, yeah. oh, there, there's, there's and you knew one day you'd grow up to edit a film so that that wouldn't happen, right? Well, mm-hmm. they didn't. I didn't get hired for that one. <laughs> 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 yeah. give, it, give it to me, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but then my second run of uh, comic books was in college, and I just happened to have a roommate who was in the comics, and we. That's when I started getting into Frank Miller's Daredevil, right? Mm. The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's like, there's Gru. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Uh, Alan Moore, Miracle Man, all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. So you kind of strayed away from like the superhero stuff. Yeah, because I be, cause when I was a teenager, I became a film nerd. Right. And mm-hmm. that's how I got into the movie business. The, the movie that kind of got me into movies was Raiders. When I saw Raiders, Raiders I was of the Lost Ark. Of the Lost yeah. Ark. Oh. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, okay. And then 15 sh- showings later, I was like, <laughs> I think I'm going to get into film. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, a good one. To like, this is the know. universe trying to tell right. me something. I gotta watch it fourteen more times it until is, I know what it's and saying. And then on the fifth day, or on the fifteenth day, yeah. God you know, spoke. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe this is what I'll do. That's awesome. Well, it's funny that in the old school things, like you know, how people get, you know, they would do, uh, you know, pirate videos. I, you know, right. you didn't have video cameras, so I would bring mm-hmm. in my, uh, my little tape recorder, and <laughs> just get the audio, and I get two forty-five, and then I like. Okay. I'm coming. I'll get the second half so I don't overlap and all. Oh that wow! And then I go home and I listen to it. Wow! No way! Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that hardcore. is a nerd. That yeah, is yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're a fucking nerd. nerd. That's that's a yeah. That's a big film nerd. That was hard. I mean, like trying to get anything like um, on home distribution back then mm-hmm. was was like an ordeal. Oh yeah. Know? So like even anime in, in, like twenty years ago, trying to get that was like mm-hmm. super hard. Like I would Akira always walk into like uh, those blockbusters right. and go to the anime section, and they would tell me I was too young to, <laughs> <laughs> to rent the video, the, right. the VHSs that I wanted to rent, <laughs> and then I would get sad and cry. Like, oh, no. But I want to see the anime with the boobies on the cover. Were you renting? <laughs> were you renting hentai? Maybe I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. They wouldn't have that there. <laughs> I, I don't I, think. Blocks. <laughs> that, that was somewhere else. Blockbus- that was yeah. that was in the curtain section. In the right. back, yeah. Some Legend of the Overfiend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know what that is. That. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Overfiend. Yeah. Yeah. Are these recommendations or are these like admissions the of so guilt? That was like the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the entrance. That was like the. Um, the gateway drug Just to stop talking, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> stop now. Turn back. Stop. Turn back. Yeah. This is me. This is a shovel. <laughs> and I'm shoveling deeper. We were told to describe what we were doing, so now oh everybody. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um but I so is um is Raiders of the Lost Ark, would you say that's your favorite movie? Or 
I wouldn't. I mean, no, because I mean, for a long time it was. Yeah. Because, but you know, that was me from, from uh, as a kid. But you know, as I got more into filmmaking, I was like, oh, I started looking. You know, Hitchcock, Kurosawa. Right. You know, things like that. I mean, I would say one of my favorite movies of all time is probably The Godfather. Mm. Yeah, it's a great um, movie. Other ones, you know, I it's hard because I, you know, you, you see that thing on fa- Facebook where everybody names their top personal top ten movies. Yeah, it's not always so hard. And it was it was really tough. But you know, yeah. I mean, it was it was a good mixture of like Godfather and adventures, like movies like Raiders, and then a lot of dose of martial arts movies. Such <laughs> as yeah, yeah. Ip Man? Which which were one? Uh, Man. Enter the Dragon. Nice. Oh. Uh, Master of Flying Guillotine. That was uh, great. Wow. Yeah. Uh, thirty six Chambers of Shaolin. Dude, thirty six is thirty six. Oh is is I mean, there's a reason why Wu Tang like was know. you know fucked with that shit. Oh yeah, because it's, it's it's great. Yeah, no, you, you, uh, thirty six Chambers of Shaolin to me is like Master Killer and like it, it's the right. thing. Yeah, I know. And when you listen to Wu Tang, you're like, man, these guys are just yeah. These, are, oh. these guys are watching the same movies. Absolutely. I think that's what, like, uh, uh, like a lot of uh, Asian kids at the time, that's why we were kind of drawn to Wu-Tang, right? Well, it's, and it's also, has, I mean, it's like you, you go to where there's any kind of representation in, right. in martial arts movies. Tiger so style. So you're kind of like, oh, right. yeah, tiger style. Uh, tiger, tiger style. <laughs> <laughs> Such nerds. <laughs> it's like we're on a nerd podcast or what something. Is yeah, this? I think What's so. going on? I don't nerd. understand. Too much nerd for one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Someone's gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Throw someone overboard! <laughs> we can't carry this much nerd. <laughs> Our nerd quotient has been met. Please eject nearest nerd. Bandwidth exceeded. Bandwidth you guys are so exceeded. <laughs> Overload. 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 Proximity alarm. We must de cool the girl. system. Okay. <laughs> uh, and nerd things. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our, our um, stage manager just called us stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're stupid, Arnold. We're stupid, Arnold. So That's why um, we're, here we're not petty yeah. at all. Okay, Dexter. Um, w- so how did you get your start in Hollywood then? You know, I had sort of a the proverbial first job in the mailroom. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, I got I got a job out of UCLA, and I it was the only one. I've, it's actually the only job I've ever officially applied for, like in a right. normal formal process. Mm. And I got hired at the Samuel Goldwyn Company. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Uh, as a, in the uh, in the mailroom, and that was my first start. Right. Um, and it was cool because at the time they had just released Hollywood Shuffle, mm-hmm. um, and then and they also had some photos. I guess they had distributed uh, Shogun Assassin, which is one of my other favorite right. martial arts mm. movies. And so I like took photos from there. I'm like, I'm taking all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's um, gonna miss it. No. But then after <laughs> that, everything was kind of a reference. After that, a friend of mine got me hip to a job as a runner on a show on a company called New Visions, which was run by Taylor Hackford, who right. directed, you know, Officer and Gentleman, Ray, and this and that. And I ended up being basically a lot, a PA for him a lot of times personally. Wow. Oh, cool. You know, and he's mar- married to Helen Mirren, so I had to... Right. Oh, wow. oh, that's her husband. Yeah. She always talks about her husband. I didn't know it was him. No, that's, that's Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. That's Taylor. So you said hot couple. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Helen's great, though. She's a gilf. She, she, she's awesome. <laughs> right. If she had kids, <laughs> she'd be a gilf. If <laughs> <laughs> she had kids, she'd be a gilf. <laughs> But it's that job from there is uh, Taylor was about to do a movie called Blood and Blood Out. And right. that's how I got Weren't you guys just talking about that in the green room? Yeah. 
What is this blood in, blood out? It's, I know. It's a, it's it sounds a, like a it sounds like It's a film about the Mexican mafia, eh? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you know, Vatos Locos forever. Oh, wow. okay. Only one of the okay. greatest <laughs> movies of all time. That's <laughs> mm. very violent. <laughs> it's bet. up there with Conan yeah. the Barbarian. Well, he, <laughs> <laughs> it is up there. It is up there with Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> well, I, the, the thing is, I mean, when you hear Taylor talk about it at the time what he was trying to do was he was trying to do the godfather mexican style right mm. what i gotta see this blood in blood out i know and it's got a crazy cast of characters because when i worked on a movie i was like all these people were on there and they all became big stars after that i was mm. like we're talking I like you like um you were a set pa i was a set pa right and uh you know i had ving rames there delroy lindo delroy billy lindo, bob yeah, thornton yeah. ben brad jesse borrego <laughs> and i'm like and then you know like i just see them like all go do stuff yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Very awesome. Why are you <laughs> laughing, Earl? Because <laughs> he, he said, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> it was like... The one white guy. Yeah, one guy. <laughs> it was like in Avengers when Cap goes like, I know that reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's Angelina Jolie's like right. creepy Ex ex-husband. Yeah. 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 Who's like Santa. making out with her, keeping yeah. vials of blood around his neck. Mm-hmm. Anyways. What? I get it. Yeah. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. anyways. <laughs> it all came from Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Billy Bob. Billy Bob. And that oh was before he did Sling Blade and became yeah, a thing. That's right. And I remember the producers like, oh, Billy Bob, he, he's a writer too. He is? Uh, yeah, he did uh, Sling Blade, uh, which is the movie that put him on the map. Right. Well, uh, only he could have a name like Billy Bob <laughs> and Billy be Bob taken Thorne. seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's that white privilege, Jen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that a challenge? Imagine if Earl's name was Billy Bob. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't work. <laughs> Say goodbye to Tomb Raider, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, wait, I haven't. <laughs> My n- my name is just ambiguous. Billy enough. Bob Balin. <laughs> Billy Bob Balin. What? Oh that sounds really God. good. Billy Bob Balin. Billy Bob Balin. <laughs> That's like your porn star name. <laughs> Earl. Good to know. Don't give him any ideas, Jen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where's Earl? Well, he he started a new career. He's being Billy Bob. Yeah. Earl's right not now. here, but Bob's right <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh God! Like, His Bob. And that's his buddy Neil. Please stop know. caressing your body, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> this is a not that late night of a show. Yeah, yeah. It could be as late of a night show as you want. Oh my goodness. No. Moving on. <laughs> so, um, what's it like to work on Agents of Shield? Fun. I mean, it's a, it's a good show. It's good showrunners. It's good writing. Um, it's a great cast. That's right. the thing. I mean, for me as an editor, when I look at a show, I try to see like. How the cast is, because mm-hmm. there's always there's always you know there are strong actors and experienced actors, young actors, you know, uh, pain in the ass actors. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> right. all sorts of you know mm-hmm. the world, the world. Um, but when they have a good, when they're really good and they have good chemistry, like say Fitzsimmons, right? It just mm-hmm. like it just makes it easier to 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 edit right. or more fun to edit because you can s- you can see what you can pull out. You're not trying to minimize things. You're trying to maximize what they're doing. Mm. is, you know, usually my experience. So do you find yourself, like, jumping <coughs> off of that, do you find yourself, like, changing your style of editing based on who you see on the screen or who you feel a character is supposed to be, or is that largely predetermined by, like, say, the director? Well, everything's predetermined by the script. Uh-huh. Hmm. Um, and whatever the script... Uh, the script is my Bible. You know, if it says, mm. oh, you know, that person's mad or feeling this, I try to show that and reflect that. And that's what the director's going off of too. They're going off of like, oh, this was scripted right here. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, you know, I first try and fulfill what the story points are, mm-hmm. you know, and then any flavor that the actors give to it, then you know, I'll throw that in there. 
or not if they're not doing what it, the story is saying. You know, like if you know if they're supposed to be happy but they're acting sad, I'll try I'll, to cut it. I'll, I'll try, yeah, I'll try to neutralize <laughs> what they're doing. The bad acting. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not bad. It's just it did interpret it, it incorrectly. It didn't and some, mm. okay. yeah, or sometimes people, some actors get in their head like this is how the role is, and then you right. know, and you get like, no, don't do that, and like, no, I'm going to do it. Wait, can you, you ever it. fix <laughs> bad acting through the editor? You can <laughs> fix a lot. You can fix a lot. You can fix everything. You can fix. You can fix almost everything. Not all, but almost. Fix the powers in your hands, Dexter. I always say that like a movie is. It lives or dies in the editing room. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. It's like. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Um, editing magic. I uh, can I just say that like I was waiting for a long time for that um, the fifth Simmons ship to sail, and when it finally did, I was like, like you mean when they got yeah together yeah yeah I mean I mean they were just like back and forth back and yeah for like many seasons yeah. And they kept getting separated. Right. Despite, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know that episode where she gets you know transported to a different planet. I was like, man. Yeah, and you're like, <gasps> yeah. But I'm, yeah, that's cool. I, I'm actually curious as an editor when you say, "All right, here I go. This is this is the finished product." Do they ever hmm. send back notes and say like, "We don't like this. You gotta do it more." No, like well, that, that. that that's the entire process. That, that, that's mm-hmm. how it works, right? You, yeah. You have I several mean, edits. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, I mean, the first run is my cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so that's the editor's cut. Okay. Then the second cut yeah. will be the director's cut yeah. on TV. They'll get three, yeah. four days. Right. Then the producers, the EPs will come in with maybe the writer, and they'll give their round of notes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, sh- and once that's in shape, we send it to the studio. They'll give their panel pass, and then we're done. Cool. Wow. wow. So that's I'm, I'm, the I'm process. I'm a beginning director. I want to know how much I can control the editor. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I want to know what's okay to do and what isn't. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It depends I, on the editor. Technically, <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to be right. a dick and be like, you you stayed zero point two seconds too long on that girl's face. Like, I don't know, well, like well, technically <laughs> it depends. If it's an experienced editor, yeah, I would say they'll do a good job. Well, lean on what they're trying to do or yeah. trying to hear them out. But if they're inexperienced, they'll just probably do what you want to do, oh. but mm. for for good or for, for better or for worse, right. yeah, depending yeah. on you know. But that's how you learn your style. Your, yeah, your, your you your have voice. your own style. You think. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think I do. I mean, I because I, I did a I directed and did a uh, a web series called Sweethearts of the Galaxy. Right, I remember, I remember that the, yeah. the, about cosplayers. Mm. Oh, and oh, that's it, cool. For me, that was like wanting to try to feel like what it would be like to run a show, to be an EP, mm-hmm. to yeah. have. Um, so I kind of found it through that one thing. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I think I can kind of do. This. What's your style like? I I realize mm-hmm. I, I tend to like you know a little bit of humor and a lot of adventure. Mm. Totally. Like kung fu moves or anything like that. Um, not in that show, <laughs> but I would love. I would love to do an action. You should. Martial arts <laughs> you thing. should. Dude, that would be yeah. great. That would yeah. be badass. Let's do it, That's man. so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Let's you know, sh- send me a script. And I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> like looking for an editor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, who would you get to be your martial arts star? Oh, wow. yeah. Which of the martial arts greats oh would God, you want? You should totally do that in well, a martial arts movie. Dream, would you want a dream unknown. sequence? Uh, I probably would. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would lean toward uh, uh, what's some Iko Uwais, uh, you know, from the Raid. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Mm. Yeah, nice. Those those Raid movies are. Or Joe nuts. Taslim is the other guy in there, and the, he's a, he's he's, he's an assassin. I mean, not he's in Warrior. That's he's right. One of the characters oh, in Warrior. nice. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but I'm super looking forward to it. I watched the first episode because I worked on the immersive promo for it. Oh, cool. That they had the press event for it. She's tied to it now. (laughs) (laughs) She's part of the world. Forever tied. I'm trying to audition for the second season. Really? I'm trying to. Oh, shit. 
Well, because it got picked up, you know? So I'm going to... Nice. It did. It got mm-hmm. renewed. Can you oh, it already got renewed. so we can have yeah. more claim to fame? I and be like the so. chick from Warriors on no, the show. No, check it out. Like, I mean, who cares about Earl? Like, no, it should I'm not be, that cool. You know. Nobody cares. I don't even care about him. <laughs> <laughs> Billy uh, Bob Balin. No one cares about him. Billy Everybody Bob cares about Bob. 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 <laughs> Nobody cares about Earl. They love Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody cares about my alter egos. It's <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> so, um, because you're you're now technically part of the MCU family, do you get to uh, attend the crazy like red uh, carpet premieres? And all oh, that stuff? I, w- I wish. What you don't? No, what? I mean, I mean, all I know, I mean, all the, all the actors right. and the EPs, uh, you know, they took off early last week because uh-huh. I went to go see Avengers. Avengers, and I'm right. like, oh, and then you're like, well, how is it? It's good. It's good. Okay, you're not Those it. episodes Aww. don't okay. edit themselves. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You deserve to be there. Yeah. Well, we're not that high on the total. <laughs> one day. One day. One day. You're going to be an EP. Are you the one assistant editor or you're like the actual? Oh, no, I'm one of the editors. Oh, you're one of the editors. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. One day. We'll get in a party. It'll be you and AJ. You know, it'll be the <laughs> editor's party. And, you know, yeah. It'll be yeah. awesome. Um, so, speaking of Marvel. <gasps> so oh, I don't know. Something dropped this week, right? Something called Something. Ave- Revengers. 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 Attack the of the Sith. Avengers. Prevengers. Pre Prevengers. Pregame. Oh, Ave- Avengers Endgame. That pregame. Pregame. I know. Midgame. Pretenders. This is Pretenders. definitely bad. Avengers <laughs> Endgame dropped this weekend, <laughs> you guys. So uh, what was what was everybody's initial reaction? Oh my goodness, I have so many thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Go for I it. cried so much. Let me just <laughs> you say. Cried? I cried? I cried too. So I, did I actually cried. Much. You cried? I was listening for your stifling. I'm like, he's not crying, so I'm not going to cry. No. So I, I cried quietly. I cried quietly. I slightly because, like, cried, yeah. I was like, Silent I, I didn't want to cry in front of all these other people. Yeah, I have, so I I, 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 if other people are crying, then I'll cry too, loudly or uh, loud enough. But right. if it doesn't look like anyone else is crying, I let the tears sound. No, I, that's slide, what I was doing. And then I eat them. Look, I. <laughs> she eats her tears. Yeah. The, the people next to me on my yeah, side, yeah, on my they side, were crying. People were crying as well. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I heard I sniffles. So yeah. I, I went to this location in uh, Baldwin Hills where like everybody in the crowd was so rowdy. They were like, really? ah, yes, no. Like they were just really, Feeling really, really, really into it. Wow. And so people were like openly crying and going like, ah. Like it was intense. Whoa. But you okay. know, ours wasn't like that. In a in a sense, no. like I actually really enjoy that. I had a similar crowd right. for when I watched like the very last final movie of Harry Potter. And yeah. it felt Deathly like you were in a football yeah. stadium. You felt yeah. like you were all playing on the same team and like whatever was happening, everybody was experiencing it like on a men- monumental, like, you know, unanimous level. Yeah. Yeah. Which is Fantastic, you know, and I think the actors are superb, and I think that scenes were written so that they could actually get a lot of moments to shine. I feel that Agreed. way too. Agreed. Yeah. 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 Um, it feel I felt like, uh, and actually, uh, Dexter and me were talking a little bit about this beforehand. Was um, as an actor, this was very like an actory movie for these um, for oh, these characters. Yeah. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they got like thank ja- God. Said, it's like, about time. Right. Wouldn't you say? A little a little room to just like flex to their muscle. Br- yep. Yeah. Grow and breathe. Yeah. 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 So yeah, um, it was it was really uh, it was really about whereas the first movie was about the scope and the right. epicness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you thought, oh, you can get more, but really it was about uh, kind of bringing closure to all. Their characters, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so and and each scene and each thing gave uh, gave them nice, really meaty mm-hmm. yeah. scenes to, really to navigate. Nice and I was like, oh, this is really cool. 
Yes, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. <coughs> right. I think everyone here knows I'm not the hugest Marvel <laughs> fan. What? Um, I saw huh? Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I freaking love Marvel. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite franchise. That made me more she didn't uncomfortable say that than a minute like ago. Her, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's all about DC, right, guys? <laughs> What? <laughs> Hold on. Who's Caitlin? I'm kidding. Who's Caitlin? <laughs> Someone's laughing right now. I don't know DC who it is. Forever. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but I, I I saw Infinity War and I was not as big a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot going on right. and I hadn't seen Age of Ultron, so I had my friend right. explain to me exactly what was going on, which was helpful. But um, when I watched when I watched Endgame today, there was so much, there were so many quiet moments, mm-hmm. quiet shining moments for each mm-hmm. character that really pleasantly surprised me in a way that tied in with the themes of mm-hmm. this film. Right. Yeah. It was about grief, it was mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. loss, it was about mourning, it was about realizing what's important to you. Mm-hmm. It's about realizing the people in the past were important to you, but so right. are the people in your future. Yeah. Tony Stark, you know, he he doesn't want to get involved with this whole time heist because he's afraid of losing his wife and his daughter. He says, whatever the outcome of this is, we need to make sure that we can hold on to what we have right now. That's not an option. Mm -hmm. And, you know, him having all these sweet little moments with his daughter. We never really get to see that Tony Mm -hmm. Stark. But now we see him playing around with Morgan. She right. says, I love you times 3,000. These are the stuff I haven't seen in other Marvel films. Yeah. And that's the stuff that brought a bit of a glisten <laughs> to yeah, my yeah, eyeball. Yeah, definitely. You know? Before we move on, I do want to say, if you haven't gleaned yet, heavy spoilers. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so heavy, heavy, heavy spoilers. Yeah. Ghosts. Weren't you supposed to leave? It's fine. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, Arnold, our, our production manager. manager. Oh, yeah. Hasn't seen it yet, Whoa. so we're about to spoil it <laughs> entirely for him. Are you, all right, all right. Um, <laughs> shall we backtrack and just kind of summarize what the film is as a whole, like sure. where it's taking place? Uh, so, uh, Avengers Endgame uh, starts off where the last film ends. Uh, Infinity War being the last film. Infinity War ends with Thanos, sna- Thanos snapping his fingers. I said Thanos growing up. <laughs> you said Thanos and War in the same sentence. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thanos, um, Infinity War. Uh, him snapping his fingers and um, wiping out half of all living creatures across the universe. Um, that leaves much of our original Avengers team um, a bit hobbled. All of um, the Earth and... Yeah, the entire universe is hobbled because of it. And everybody's in the state of mourning, a state of grief. And that's where we find, you know, our heroes from um, from the past 11 years. They're mm-hmm. dealing with all this loss. And some of them are trying to move on, um, some more successfully than others. And, um, well, what happens is they, they find an inkling of hope. So. so five years have passed since the events of Infinity War. Right. And we see... You know, each of the Avengers takes grief uh, in the way that they know how. Thor actually loses his shape and becomes like kind of this. <laughs> like he, becomes the dude. he becomes the dude. He's the dude. Yeah. He's the, the dude from Big Lebowski. The big, the big yeah. Thorowski. You know? <laughs> the Hulk actually finds another form of enlightenment, you know, just kind of like becomes smart Hulk. 
right? See, I Which feel like is, they could have made that really mm -hmm. cheesy, but it like actually strangely worked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I believed it. That's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. a Hulk that exists in the comics. Mm -hmm. oh. I was gonna I yeah. was gonna say there was a point right. in time the when they, smart Hulk. they they, yeah. they, they, they were both merged. There is another Hulk right. that's yeah. like kind of Mm -hmm. He uh, he's okay. He's not in an arranged yeah. twenty four seven. They're not yeah. like against each other. So you know. Uh, oh, so is that supposed to be like his like self actualized form where the yeah. two are I guess combined? So. Yeah. They're two personas in one Together. body. So wow. yeah. In the mm -hmm. comics, he's like physically weaker, but he still has control over himself. Gotcha. He looks okay. physically weak. I mean, he's right. not as large as he would right. be if he were just the Hulk. Exactly. You know? That's one of the things I know. It's a compromise yeah. that they made. Because he's yeah. not like eleven feet any tall anymore. Mm -hmm. He's like maybe eight, nine feet tall. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I love the CGI they did. The like the facial work. The facial I know. Look real. Yeah. 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 Like it's his real face. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's. Oh, you're like that's roof. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. green. Because I feel like you know the the previous uh, Hulk model already looked like him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. like this one, like mm -hmm. way more. Really yeah. It looks like. Yeah. like hey, what's going on? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, so like Natasha Romanoff, oh my goodness. Uh, Steve Rogers, <laughs> Hawkeye, all take to it very poorly. Hawkeye loses his entire family, which was heartbreaking. That scene, the entire What a great family. way to open the film, right. Yeah. right? What a great way to set it's the like scene. Yeah. Yeah. Stakes right away. What if what if fifty yeah. percent meant your entire family? Right, because it's entirely random. Yeah. This is why I like this movie. Like yeah. it's like. <laughs> Not she's kind of like she's kind of sadistic. No, like, they didn't have to do that, but they, they didn't have to have that sandwich scene right, with right, ScarJo, right. right, looking depressed and you but know that eating was so sandwiches. important actually. But they did it. Yeah, yeah. And it it helped flesh out her character, and it's mm. a really right. it's oh my goodness the foreshadowing. Yeah. She talks about how before she met these guys, I didn't have a family. Right. Yeah. And now I found my family, and then yeah. my family goes away, right. and what am I left with? Mm -hmm. And spoiler alert, she sacrifices herself for mm -hmm. this family that she's never going to meet again. Which is an amazing scene between her and Hawkeye, who have been together. <gasps> They've been through mm -hmm. so much together. I mean, she's been, like, you know, emotionally traumatized. She's been through this grueling, like, you know, she went through, like, basically Soviet mind-washing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. all that. MKUltra. Yeah, MKUltra. Exactly. So, like, you know, I think at the end of it, it's such a stark contrast, like that scene on the uh, on the cliff to get the soul stone, right. uh, in contrast with Thanos throwing you know Gamora off the cliff. Yeah. Right. That these two are actually they love each other, they're family, you know, mm -hmm. and they both are willing to sacrifice themselves, and they actually fight yeah. to be to the be one yeah. that dies. He says, uh, uh, "Say hello to my family for me," and mm -hmm. she says, "You'll do it yourself." Yeah, <laughs> the field. Yeah. That's good storytelling. Honestly. Like we, we like, both yeah. know who has to go, but yeah. I feel like. We disagree on yeah. what that is. <laughs> I know. And I was like, yeah. in the end, I was like, what do they mean exactly? Yeah. Who's going over? I don't yeah. know. And then I thought, like, oh, they're going to work some way around it where they right. both live. But no, they no. did the right thing, which is kill off one of the characters. Right. Yeah. And it was satisfying to me. And she and doesn't come back. That's a true sacrifice. Right. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the great the thing about the movie to me was like, because, you know, in the Infinity War, like, I mean, it's like the ultimate stakes. The stakes are the universe mm -hmm. right how do you talk yeah, that yeah how do you talk reality yeah <laughs> but here with like the state exactly it's like that big thing i know it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but then what are so then what are the stakes at endgame and the stakes are is everybody's personal what they're right really personally mm -hmm. like oh yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you just kind of like whoa yeah yeah it's like that yeah. that quote you make the political personal right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yes. it's like yeah right. agreed yeah we got that sweet thing in the end with mm -hmm. um captain america Coming oh back, oh my uh -huh. goodness! They didn't have to give that yeah. to us. 
But they did. I knew it as soon as he was sitting at the the bench. I was like, they gave that to us. He's old. The the beautiful thing is, like, you know, him becoming Captain America meant that he gave up everything to be the hero, right? right? He gave up his entire life. He, like, lived past his lifetime. His love died before he could ever even see her again, you know? So the fact that he was able to go back and get the life that he didn't live because he was done being a hero was, like, the ultimate form of gratification. Yes, and passes along the role to his friend. Yeah. Who, by the way, Sam. I think is a man of color, and it's yeah, kind yeah. of a statement like, "This is the face of America." Right, right. Yeah. right. He is now Captain America. Yeah, and which I thought that was cool. Which mm-hmm. also happened in the comics because Sam mm-hmm. takes over. Oh, I yeah, knew that. Yeah, totally knew that because she's a <laughs> Marvel fan. <laughs> totally knew that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was like a few years ago, and you know, it wasn't really yeah. like a. Like it a was huge a huge thing. thing. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty huge thing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, I totally. I totally read I that know you issue. Knew that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah. So um, <laughs> apparently, according to the writers, like they came up with the whole idea that they were going to do the time travel entering the quantum realm thing. That wasn't like explicitly laid out in the comics. Right. Is that correct? Right. A lot of people theorize that, though, because, mm. you know, um, n- ever since um, they introduced um, Ant-Man into the MCU, everybody was like, you know, this this could be the way out of the snap. It's a loophole. Did you know right. he, yeah. sa- he literally saves everyone, Ant-Man. If Ant-Man right. were not in the story, actually, we wouldn't have this movie. Well, actually, the yeah. rat that crosses the screen of the van for Ant-Man saves everyone. Wait, how my, so? my oh, friend he, rat 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 sitting thing, yeah. next to me, like when the, when the rat crawls over the screen that goes like activates the van and right. signals Ant-Man to come out. Oh. My <laughs> friend said that is the most important, important rat, rat in the in universe. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally, yeah. If it weren't for him. For chance. Oh my god. By yeah. chance. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I just I just one of the memes I saw makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it and all, it's this um um, what is what is the the mantra? It's uh, at any cost or um, whatever it takes. Whatever, whatever it, it takes. takes. Yeah. yeah. Somebody put that over a picture of a rat <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on uh, Twitter, Pizza and I was rat. like, I don't get it, man. <laughs> now, now you I get do. it, now dude. I rats do. are important, okay? Like, I guess so. Yeah. They're like part of cosmically important. Right. Cosmically important. Yeah. 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 So if I were Thanos and I want to undo it, I go back <laughs> to that point in time, Kill and then you see him coming to the thing, and all of a sudden you see Thanos's hand just come in. Yeah. Yeah. Squirt. End yeah. game. No. Know. You know what's funny is we see Thanos in the beginning, like with his little garden or whatever, mm. and then they're like, "We're good. Where are the stones?" He's like, "Oh, the stones are gone," mm-hmm. and they like knock his head off or something. Yeah. I remember thinking like, "So <coughs> what's the rest of the film gonna be right. like? Is right. it just gonna be like shits and giggles? Mm. Like right. he literally killed off the main antagonist. Mm. Um, little did my brain know, like, ah, they're gonna go back in time. Mm. Of co- I, I don't know. I didn't think of that. I. But, you know, like, I I think it's also, like, drawing this conclusion about, like, oh, maybe, like, Thanos himself isn't exactly the full villain. You know, like, maybe, I don't know. I I need to bake this thought a little bit more. Yeah, I, again, I haven't really thought about it much. I just saw it. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of curious as to, like, they didn't explain much exactly why he destroyed the stones. I mean, they did. Mm. I would have liked more explanation. I thought they were going to go back to that scene to explain more, but they didn't really. Mm. Um... Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I think, was, I think he just did it to so, so what he did can't be undone. Right, right. that was the yeah. main reason. Final, because mm-hmm. he, he, yeah. yeah. he knew its existence can Is someone can undo it. Yeah. Right. So I right. feel like that's probably why he did, he did it. So mm-hmm. a good question to ask would be: Is Thanos a bad guy? Really, truly, a he bad doesn't believe himself to be. But no. that's what makes the best villains. Most, I don't no, most people don't wake up in the morning and say, "I'm going to start some shit today." No, I don't. I don't. I don't think people yeah. who like 
propagate that sort of evil believe they're doing evil. I, like think, they're, I think they're believing Hitler, a like greater eugenics. good. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, so uh, did everybody have a favorite moment in, in mm. Endgame? Ooh, um, I don't know why I like that sandwich moment because it's just <laughs> me on a Tuesday night <laughs> crying and eating a sandwich. Yeah. But the, I, I just like that sandwich moment. And then who comes in and goes like, is that someone's sandwich? I really want that. Uh, I think it's it Ant-Man. Right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah like, he's like, is that sandwich taken? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. starving. Yeah. Yeah. He was like in the quantum yeah. realm. Yeah. He was so, so funny. Oh my God. I had like a favorite moment that I laughed for like, like oh, right. half yeah, an yeah, hour yeah, later. Yeah, I was yeah. still snickering. Like yeah. in the middle like, of the, in the, middle of the film. Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> it's when the raccoon starts talking and Tony Rocket. Stark's like legit up until right the second I thought you were a Build-A-Bear. Like legit. Rocket goes, maybe I am. I don't know. You know, or whatever. He's like, I died. <laughs> that was so funny. That oh my god! Yes. So oh. that's your favorite moment. That was that got me the build a bear moment. Oh that was hilarious. fucking funny as shit. Oh my god. Okay, so my boyfriend Tom Holland. <laughs> oh, Spider Man. Who? Tom. It was it was really beautiful. I think it was one of the best. Like you know, in screenwriting, they call it the Dark Night of the Soul, right? When right. like yeah. it seems like past all is lost. Save there's the like a harrowing. Mm -hmm. uh, Exactly. There was like a harrowing that the main character goes through and goes like, oh, God, what do I do now? Like, and uh, that for me happened when the final battle was with Thanos and it was the cap, right? Who? Wasn't it Captain, Captain America? That cap. was fighting against him and his shield was broken. And he was right. worn down. And right at that moment, the Doctor Strange portals start. Opening right. up. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that that is the yeah. dark night. You're right. You're right, exactly right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. So uh, the beautiful moment for me was when like Tom Holland Spider Man comes up to uh, <laughs> comes up to Tony Stark again and goes like, Mr. Stark, it's like you know they were telling me that it was like five years had passed and like we were, we have to go now. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. he goes, and Tony like, Stark just goes right in for the hug. Right. It was so Aww. sweet. Like no time had passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one of the you know even in. Um, Homecoming, that was one of the most um, kind of surprising relationships mm -hmm. um, between Stark and uh, and Peter Parker. No, I just I didn't think that you know that we would ever get that, mm -hmm. but it was satisfying when we did yeah. in Homecoming, and uh, to watch that kind of you know happen over um, uh, well Civil War and then now this uh, <laughs> Civil you War. You said war again. <laughs> war. War. He always says Star Wars. Star yeah, Wars. Sorry. We will never live it down. Are you just know. like regressing to your childhood? I want to see Star Wars. Star, Star Wars! Wars. <laughs> uh, pew, so pew, Dexter, pew. Dexter, do you have a favorite moment? Uh, there's a lot, but uh, the one the one that comes to mind was uh, <laughs> when the kids didn't want to take picture with Ant-Man. <laughs> and they just kept going. And they kept going. Like, you want to take a picture? And there's this one, there's the one boy going. Just take the freaking phone. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was uh, good. Oh, my God. You know what's great, too? Mm. Um, is They were um, Thor and his mom. Oh, Tony yeah. and his dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tony yeah. and his dad. Them, oh my god, like oh. that's good writing, y'all. That's really like, good. The, like they're gonna go back in time and talk to the parents mm. who eventually die and say right. things they never got to say to them. Oh my god, and it's especially sad because Tony, never who now has dad. a daughter, yeah, just like his father is about to have him. Yeah, right. Tony also dies. Yeah, so it like completes the cycle. You know, spoilers. It does, I mean, sorry. it does complete the cycle because it 
I mean, all of this like Marvel super canon yes. in the movies started with Iron Man. Exactly. Right. You know, and yeah. it ends yeah. with Iron Man. And the well, mom. So yeah, sorry. I mean, that's how they, b- that's why I think it was brilliant about us. They book mm-hmm. bookended, they bookended right. it with, yeah. with Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Really. yeah. I mean, that, yes. this, this, nothing, all, all <clears throat> this made is, this all happen. this is gone. Honestly, yes. yeah. Yeah. in terms yes. of like star power, he, you know, yeah. he, he was the star power that, that created this. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and, and Thor with his mom, you right. know, mm-hmm. he this guy's fallen apart. There's no point in living. His mm-hmm. mom's the conversation with his mom saying, "I believe in you," right. mm-hmm. oh. gives him oh the courage to oh. move on and say, "I can do this." Yeah. And I love, I love that they show he's a wreck. Right. He, yeah. he sees his mom and he's like genuinely crying. Yeah. And a raccoon yeah. slaps oh him. Hard. That's another thing. Come here. Come here. But I, that was great. They didn't have to do that. No. But yeah. they did. You and know? he has option. He could save her. He could warn her. Because yeah. that's the day she dies. Wait, mm-hmm. why doesn't he do that again? Like She says no. She says no. Mm-hmm. That is my business. Like, yeah. You take care of yourself. Dude, his mom is woke AF. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I haven't seen Thor yet. I really want to. Mm-hmm. That is in Dark World. That's in the second one. Well, mm-hmm. I want to see that one as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, uh, people say that Dark World is pro- one of the weaker um, MCU films. I mean, that's just kind of general feeling. I, I no, liked it still. One, uh, mm. You don't like the first one? The first Thor? Yeah. You didn't like the first Thor? I, I don't know. I thought you know, it, was, it was too, you know, Kenneth Branagh, Shakespearean-y. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Right? Well, but, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh as a director is sometimes a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he, he likes it's to so overplay funny. it a little bit. Yeah. Gilderoy Lockhart. Too yeah. much. Gilderoy. <laughs> Gilderoy. Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> Although I do love Kenneth Branagh as an actor, yeah. yeah. He's gonna be William Shakespeare, so. That's right. Oh, he, oh, he is. Uh, came out. Willie Shakespeare came out already. I think. Did it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the one we played. I haven't seen um, this. So, kind of a little bit of conjecture now. Where do you think we're gonna go from here? I know we do have a little bit of um, um, insight with the, the Eternals coming Eternals. out, mm-hmm. um, but wh- wh- what do you think wh- is gonna happen? Oh man! New crew. I don't know. Yeah. Because everyone's contracts are expiring. Right. God, I mean, I well, think... Well, the primary sorry. people. But the oh. new... But uh-huh. Oh, like Tom like Holland Sam, and all um, that. Yeah. But then there's Holland and Sam. More Spider-Man is coming up, Scar- yeah. You know, Scarlet Witch. But they're going to... Scarlet Witch. Well, Scar- I mean, Scarlet, they're, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, mm. uh, but they're also getting their own, I think, Disney Plus shows. Yeah, Scarlet mm. Witch. I'd watch the Scarlet Witch one. She yeah, was yeah. cool. She wrecked and it, Vision dude. never yeah. comes back. I, I thought the Vision was going to come back. But that's why they had her and... um. Hawkeye talking yeah. at the About end mm-hmm. because the they both lost someone who didn't come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also good storytelling. They, they right. didn't get to, yeah. I mean, like, the only thing, I, I read that the writers mourned that they didn't, they didn't get to spend enough time mourning uh, ScarJo. Scar Johansson, yeah. Yeah, Black Widow, why, yeah. because, like, they, they have to move past that. And I, then they I have, have to agree. Thing they should have mourned Man. her more. They wanted to, yeah. but, like, there was just no time during the fight to... You know, but do not that. the end. They couldn't have like done a memorial or yeah. a candle or something. <laughs> right. no, that's I mean, this yeah. is no. sexist. <laughs> Why do we mourn the man and not <laughs> the woman? <laughs> like they should have done that. Oh man. I I agree. They oh. should have done something they in the funeral. Should have done something. Yeah. So we yeah. have a few comments in the chat. Man of Tales, who's actually Wa- Walter. Walter. What's up? Get out of here, Walter. Get you don't Walter. deserve. We didn't Walter. want you in this room. We don't want nah. you in the chat. <laughs> bro. That's how that works. Get out of here. So um. Walter says, uh, what happened to Loki after stealing the Tesseract? I was going to say, mm-hmm. also, Loki right. doesn't come back. That's right. right. But My he ha- boyfriend. But he has a Disney Plus show coming oh. up. Oh, Wait, so is that That's like a right. Yeah. He does have a Disney Plus show. But does that mean he's coming back, or it just means it's when he was alive? 
It would probably be we don't that. Know. It could be mm. that or it could timeline. be it could be that's a different because when he takes it, that yeah. might have created a, a timeline, different right. timeline. Right. Oh, yeah, because uh, there wasn't a moment to yeah. mourn him, which makes me think <coughs> right. he's still out there somewhere. We're, now we have like multiple universes. Like it's literally, uh, blah, it's literally become like the comics. You know, right. like you yeah. can have any yep. kind of spinoff and say, well, you know, time travel did that. Yeah, because yeah. this know? was our, our Earth one six one six. Yep. But the scene with Tilda Swinton was really good at explaining. That was really good. Yeah, another good scene. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tilda Swinton. I love that moment uh, mm-hmm. too because and her like, acting was great. Right. Yeah. When she tells uh, Bruce like, "You need to return with a stone." Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. You, we are all relying on you. Right. And that goes back to the events in S- Captain Strange. Mm-hmm. Because you mean uh, Doctor Strange? Captain Strange. Captain Strange. He throws I'm the creating stone. characters <laughs> here. Yeah. Doctor. Uh, that uh, goes back to the um, yeah the the. Uh, uh, events in Doctor Strange, where Doctor Strange uses the um, the power of the Infinity Stone to stop Dormammu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dormammu. Yeah. Yeah. Dorma- like otherwise. Dumi Mamu. Dumi Mamu. Dumi Mamu. And he gets he gets him caught in that time loop. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like you know, he would have destroyed um, you know time itself as well. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. would have been the, in the Shadow Universe. Uh, it's so beautiful when like Doctor Strange. You know, he always says like, "There's only one." You know, in the right. very last moment, he just raises like this one, is it. and he's, he's like, like oh. "If I tell you how it ends, it's right. not going to happen." Wait, right. why is that? Because oh, so in Infinity War, Doctor Strange like like puzzles out the million he different timelines. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and he says there's only like there's like all these different uh, possibilities for oh, how this could end. And of million. the fourteen yeah. million, there's only one possibility right. in which we can beat Thanos. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so when it gets to that point. Um, Basically, Iron Man asks him, like, hey, you knew that there was this one chance, so can you tell me, like, can you give us a clue as to, like, what to do? And Doctor Strange says, "Um, if I tell you, it's not going to happen. And then at the very last moment, when Iron Man goes in, because he sees that Thanos has dropped the gauntlet with the stones on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange looks at him, and he raises one finger, and Iron Man knows he has to sacrifice himself. He's the one that has to do it. Oh, so Doctor Strange knew the whole time, but just right. didn't want to s- he could like, like Bran. <laughs> yeah, it's Bran. Yeah. Like you knew. Yeah, it's like Bran knew what was hell. happening, but he wasn't. Yeah, because yeah. if he, if because he told everything him too that early, he wouldn't have yeah. done it. Right. Mm-hmm. If he because 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 now he has a daughter. Right. right. So he might have said no. Yo, that's really smart. Yeah. But in the moment, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the I moment like when you can yeah. make a decision yeah. now, now it's like right. oh, and if I do this, my my daughter can live. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's why he says like. He does that. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Mm. What was that, Rodney? Like he even they even like close up on him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like they even close I up. Like they that. even push he makes in. The realization. Mm-hmm. And then with that finger and yeah. he's like, yeah, and they just like make eye contact. When that finger they, goes up, I'm like, yeah, I know like, what's happening. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just so, like, so did Tony Stark know that in putting on the gauntlet he would die? Maybe the gamma rays and well, all that. I think you. I mean, yeah. based because based on what happened with the Hulk, with Bruce, yeah, yeah, he already laid the you foundation. Got you're gonna die. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, if you do yeah. with Thor, if Thor's gonna die, if yeah, and Thor's like, but way I can more take durable. it because I and right. you see what happened to his arm, yeah. right? So what's gonna happen to Tony if he doesn't? Yeah, I know. Like they have that look, and they he knows he's gonna die, much like um, the scene in the crypts of Winterfell with Sansa and and Tyrion, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Except there's actual follow through. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that, Earl. Right, oh, we'll get to that, Bob. We're getting to that. We'll get no, to I'm that. Not yeah. quite. Not quite. Yeah, there, there is actual follow through, though. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There is. We're yeah. brutal. Yes. I had a, had a question, uh, Dexter. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked a little bit about this on the phone. As an editor, you know, and you watch this, like, there's so much going on. Like, 
can you provide any kind of insight and like, are you, are you just, are you sitting there just thinking, Oh my God, like how do they do this? Or are you looking at it from the technical aspects? Or do you get like, I'm, so I'm, I look at it and go, Holy shit. That's a lot of footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was singing that, that battle scene. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It's like dude. where, where, you know, I would have started, I well, I would have started with the simplest scenes first. <laughs> right. yeah. The ones where it was just the one-on-one -on -one characters. Mm -hmm. right? Cause I'm like, the big stuff. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just man. this, yeah, then this, then this, then yeah. this, and this. It's it must like be a just headache. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's. Oh, but I mean, you know, it's it's worth it when it pays when off. It, right? Yeah. It's yeah. A lot. Not, yeah, when you see the finished product, you're like, wow. I did that. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, but uh, yeah, it, I looked at it and I'm like, boy, that's amazing. I wonder how mm. long that took. That right. probably. I mean, it was a thirty minute. It, I mean, that took that took months to put together little by the little mm -hmm. I, I checked scene. the time it's like 30 40 minutes for yeah. the battle scene yeah because i was like when are we gonna go <laughs> <laughs> i saw you checking your phone i guess if, yeah. if my assistant came up to me i would have said give me that scene with Tyrion and and santa <laughs> give me that first one, give me that one. <laughs> i want to ease into it and just do that one thank you right. everything in the crypt let me do that first yeah. oh because that's manageable that's the easy shit yeah. so like style wise like when it comes to editing i i don't understand much about editing styles but like the way in which avengers is edited does it like harken back to anything that you've seen before like does it draw from anything that you can recognize um, as to as opposed to like other films or other styles. Yeah, like you know, like you think of Sin City, and I think of like Tarantino, or like mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. is there some kind of? No, I mean, in? I mean, I think the the superhero genre sort of has become its own little thing. Yeah, right. mm -hmm. but it's yeah. it's 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 also a combination of different things. Mm -hmm. But I I mean, the closest it is to me is more like action adventure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. you know, kind of yeah. like Raiders. You know, it's right. like it's an old. It's a it's it's an old time yarn of action and adventure. Mm. You old know? yarn, love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Old yarn, time, old time yarn. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and ship. <laughs> but now it's like what it's got. It's got more bells and whistles, more toys, Absolutely. more complicated, yeah. Yeah. intertwined storytelling. But it's mm -hmm. about getting that effect of you going, whoa. Mm -hmm. You know, so that battle oh. scene had me going, whoa. Yeah, the that was so was great. Scale, yeah, the scale is just uh, crazy these days. I right. Mean, you know. yeah. Also, can we talk about how Captain Marvel, like, she was like, oh my God, she's going to save us from Thanos, and she only appears she's in like the very yeah. last half where she's like, time to bust through a spaceship. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she busts through. And, I'm and that's like, all she does, really. Oh my God, she's yeah. like the eagles from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> right. like, where were where you the fuck this were you? whole time? Come on, God, we're here. Right. Yeah, on. Like, Wait just a doing, minute. Doing a whole bunch Wait of eagle paperwork. Wait a minute. Why did they have Captain Marvel go with them? Because it would have yeah. been too easy. Because she had thousands of other planets she said, to save. She said, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a cop out. <laughs> well, she said in the beginning, you may not see me for a while. Uh, well, I know, but. So then when she heard this was happening, she, she probably like skedaddled over. And plus you want to yeah. focus on the Avengers that you've grown to know and love. Yeah, yeah that's what the movie was about. But I guess know? also, I mean, there's. Mm, who's to say that she also wouldn't have encountered the same blunders as the originals would have as well? Right. So right. Oh yeah. I, I can believe it. Yeah, yeah. I can believe it. Yeah. 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 I I, uh, so we have another comment from uh, Walter. Um, <laughs> Walter says that his favorite part is when Cap picks up uh, Mjolnir. Uh, I have to agree. That uh, that's true. Pretty that's pretty, pretty awesome. Oh, wait, like, wait, yeah. which part? Which part? When he picks up Thor's hammer. Oh, right, right. Rodney, you oh, love that yes. one as well, didn't you? So I love it. Good, I mean, bro. 
seriously, the whole the whole theater just started wow. clapping. I was losing my like, I almost yeah. jumped out of my seat. Yep, yep. Like, like seriously, the he whole theater just started well, clapping. And, and was like, like, I knew it. I knew it. It was just like. And it's back it, to that, uh, that thing. And it was just such a perfect time, too. It was just like, it was such a perfect time timing of it the right. moment you know no, like, I, I miss dire. age of ultron so right. is there a thing in agent ultron that explains something like he's well, yeah. the hammer can only be carried by thor or whoever is worthy, worthy because worthy. the hammer chooses who can wield it right and usually thor is like you know this mythical and everyone God. else is unworthy everybody else is unworthy but captain shows that he is the most worthy person at this time to fight against the villain so only one person can wield it at a time no. no. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just you have to be worthy to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So oh, he showed himself worthy means. through this battle. Yeah. Is right. That what yeah. They're saying? Okay. But there's a scene in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. they're all kind of uh, celebrating after um, after a mission, and mm-hmm. they're all partying and getting drunk. And yeah. they, one of their party games is to see who can pick up the hammer. Oh. Okay. And they're like now everybody's I taking understand. turns, and yeah. Yeah, Tony puts on his Iron Man yeah. uh, <laughs> glove, and he's like trying really hard, and then Steve Rogers goes up. And he 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 you know braces to pick it up, and then he really pulls and it like it stirs. He's the only one that makes yeah, it, it, it literally little bit. it literally just goes yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you say it just racks to. Uh, Sorry, this yeah. is Captain America. Captain, Captain America. America. Steve Rogers. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, I'll buy that. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And then racks the rack. It racks yeah. to Thor, kind of going. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he and like up. Oh, see, I can't lift it. And, and uh, then Thor, he Thor, Thor goes. That Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, but of all people to pick up the hammer, I mean, Captain America makes the most sense. Yeah. He's yeah. such he's a so good noble soul. And good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so unfortunately, that's uh, all the time we have for um, uh, Avengers Endgame. Well done! What a good way to yeah. go. Yeah, I, yeah. I honestly, I there's not much I can like. Um, <laughs> I could have asked for mm-hmm. it, like the end of Phase uh, Three. Mm-hmm. Phase good four. job! Yeah. I'm like I. I don't know what we have next for Phase Four, but I'm I'm super I'm excited after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a worthy send off, you know. Yeah. Um, talking about send offs. Uh, so on. Now my <laughs> now my watch Caitlin. begins. Now <laughs> our watch begins. <laughs> on Sunday, uh, we saw the longest uh, battle ever committed to film. Um, the Battle of Winterfell in season eight, episode three of Game of Thrones, Oof. The Long Night. Mm. Actually, so. I, I apparently I, I lied. It is the longest episode on Game of Thrones. I it is. Oh, it yeah, is. yeah, it is long by like two minutes. So it's literally yeah. the longest. So we have night. another one that's about on, uh, that length. The last episode of season seven was an hour and twenty. Oh, was this it? one was an hour and twenty two minutes? Was that Bas- the Battle of the Bastards? No, no, that's uh, season six. This is uh, like the wolf and the dragon, or yeah. where, where uh, they have uh, sex. Oh, I see. Yeah. That one. Oh, yeah. that one. Can I just yeah. say, I yeah. hope somebody sense. makes a porno called The Long Night. <laughs> Or six it inches of snow. <laughs> six inches deep in snow. Seven inches of snow. It's already made. I don't know how I know. <laughs> he watches <laughs> it. But Bob, Billy Bob, Bob stars. Bob. <laughs> Billy how about Bob, the long, Balon the long white? Balon knows. The long white. <laughs> the, the long, long white. Where you're fucking a zombie. <laughs> That's gotta be out there. I swear to God. Long, Rule thirty-four. The long white is coming. The long white. <laughs> you know nothing. You know, you know no- nothing, John. <laughs> you know everything, so John Snow. Six inches deep in snow. <laughs> six inches deep in snow. <laughs> For fuck's sake. It's, it's so smooth and <laughs> cold. <laughs> I know. I like the long white. Zach Dragonglass. Dragonglass. And they start <laughs> making like dildos out of Valyrian steel. Uh, 
We, so oh last time we had, just we had dragon glass oh dildos. Now Valerian's Dra- dragon glass dildos. We were talking about that like three episodes ago. Oh I think. no, that's right. Oh man, <laughs> actually. Don't so, hate on my hobbies, Earl. So I'm Bob, absolutely, you know, sex like, positive. Respect sex all positive. fandoms. Yeah. <laughs> respect, don't kink shame, no kink shame. <laughs> don't Whatever kink spectrum sh- you fall on. Don't right. yuck my yum. Yeah, yeah don't <laughs> yuck my yum. Um, I don't even remember where I was going to go after this. <laughs> All I know, all I know now, is <laughs> is dragon glass dildo. That's all I know. Um, so, all right, this is what we were talking about: initial reactions from everybody. Oh boy! Oh. Um, aside from dildos, gotcha. Right, yeah. Right, so, aside. I mean, what was happening is that you know, in the previous episode, we were building up for the biggest battle, right? So, the Night King and his army of uh, whites and white walkers are coming straight to Winterfell, mm-hmm. and this is going to be like the showdown to end all showdowns, maybe? Question mark for all you know between the living and the dead and we see so many people even from like seasons past that would have never joined forces with the Stark crew are now with the Stark crew in Winterfell putting up like a fortress fight right Mm. this is kind of like a quintessential fantasy sequence you see it in Lord of the Rings you see it in whatever Helm's Deep Deep. Pelennor Fields yeah yeah Mm -hmm. the list goes on so we had one of those except this one was uh, power was tipped in one direction, right? Like the Night King and his army had like an unfair advantage, basically, right. of it's being numbers. relentlessly dead. <laughs> <laughs> does not tire. Yeah. Our enemy does not tire. And apparently, they can control like s- snowstorms. Right. Yeah. To cloud visibility. Of course. Sorry, yeah. Dexter. Have you seen this? Uh, I have. Okay. Good. Oh, yeah. All right. Right. Yeah. Good. The spoilers no, throughout. Oh, yeah. All right. Just make sure. Just make sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Oh no. no um. <laughs> We'll get, like oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get to yeah. me. We'll get to me. I know where this is going. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dragon. No, no, no. Yeah, me, me and Caitlin will dive we have in. Thoughts. <laughs> dive in. Uh, um, so I less people died than I thought there would be. Yeah, right. The, the, everyone thought the same. You yeah. know, yeah. like it, they were really gearing it up to be like, oh, like all of our favorites are going to die, mm-hmm. or like, and we generally felt that way. I mean, like when I was watching it, I was having the most intense, sustained panic attack of my life where I could not even walk away. I mean, for Hereditary, I walked out of the theater for like five minutes and <laughs> went like, you know what? I'm going to breathe and come back. But for this, I was like, I, I cannot leave. I cannot pry my eyes from the screen. I'm having a panic attack, but I don't care. I, I turned and looked at Jen when this is happening. Her mouth was open. <laughs> she was like, like that. And I was I just sedated. casually dri- just, uh, sipping wine throughout. Oh, of course. You were Cerseying <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, I was drinking. Every time there, we were supposed to do a drink every time someone dies, Oh, but there just weren't, weren't that many deaths. There weren't honest. that many deaths, you yeah. know, which not, I not known, which deaths, is a little yeah. bit implausible given that it's like, oh, okay, at this point it feels like plot armor. I don't believe for a second that uh, Sam, yeah, who oh. is a notoriously shitastic fighter, <laughs> is being barraged by zombies and not left dead. and right for an hour and a half, yeah, and not dying. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't buy that. Maybe he's really it. good bros, man. Um, Dexter, do you have any um, initial reactions to? Uh, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the whole thing. You, you better right, cover right. your ears for what's about to happen. Then. Oh my! Some some thoughts. I, I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of glad that a lot of my favorites didn't die. Right. Mm. I mean, but I th- I actually still think it's coming. You know. Mm. And, yeah. And but I, a, a little part of you doesn't feel a little cheated. Like you you know that you you're glad your favorites are alive, but mm. you know they didn't earn it. 
like some of them should have died. Oh, but you're you're insinuating now. Like what, no, what, like what? no, as in like you're feeding him. You're like asking him a leaded question. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Leading question. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> 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 no, I don't. I don't feel cheated. I mean, you know. Yeah. I I, I thought it was true. if you want them to live, then you want them to live. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the main thing I liked was the whole thing with uh, Arya. Mm. Right. You know, and that was you know. That surprised me, but I don't know if... Uh, Caitlin what? smiles in a very sardonic <laughs> way. <laughs> you mean Deus Ex Aria? That sneak attack bonus, man. So what happens is, bonus. I mean, the biggest thing of this episode is that the Night King is slayed and the entire army of uh, darkness basically falls into darkness, right? I mean, yeah. which is kind of like surprising given that it's episode three. So like, what are they going to do now? And I was talking with my roommate about this. He's going to hate that I talk about him so much. <laughs> but uh, we were talking about this and having a debate. And he was basically saying how um, it was dissatisfying for him because he felt that Largely, Game of Thrones has been all about the court intrigue and how uh, politics and how worldly um, tribulations operate in this world are actually rather trivial compared to the larger meta narrative of these uh, wintry beasts coming I'm to assault them all. Shaking my head so and hard. Not nodding, nodding, nodding my head. Sorry, nodding my head so hard. <laughs> and um, you know, the the Night King and his army can kind of be seen as like an allegory for climate change or whatnot. You know, there's something larger that people are not seeing because they're too busy fighting amongst themselves. And so he expected for the Night King battle to be something more, um, you know, more cumulative of the entire series rather than something to be defeated midway through, and uh, for the court intrigue to continue towards the end. Agreed. This would be the equivalent of like the movie Independence Day mm -hmm. in where the aliens are defeated in like the third act mm. and then the rest of the movie is like about the president and Will Smith or some shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, that was a terrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what I'm agreeing with. But I don't know <laughs> no, what I'm you're saying. saying. <laughs> but do you know what I'm saying? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Right. Actually, yo. let me take a step back. Okay. Continue what you're saying, and I'll come back with okay. reinforcements. Because, you know, <laughs> as we know, when me, my roommate, and Caitlin have conversations, she tends to side with my roommate, and I tend I to do. play yeah, the middle I ground. Tend to I tend to side with him. Um, yeah. Let's see. What else did you say? But, um, yeah, he, he and I also talked about how, like, this essentially renders the Azor Asai myth like utterly useless because Azor Ahai. Azor Ahai. Yeah, there I think we it's go. Azor Ahai. Yeah, yeah, Azor yeah. Ahai. Because Melisandre for like the past seven-ish seasons has been, you know, talking about the prince who has promised, the prince who has promised. Or is Arya Azor Ahai? Or is Arya but she's not it descended doesn't from matter, actually. <laughs> yeah. At this point it doesn't matter, but you know Yeah. Wait, can they hear you? Or yeah, are you Rodney, speaking are you speaking mic? into your mic? Okay, the producer okay. was trying to start shit. I know, but he's too scared now. <laughs> so <laughs> either sit be down in or be you out. in or you out. Blood yeah. in, sit down. Blood out. <laughs> okay. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood out. Blood in, blood out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you out. Latino Godfather. <laughs> okay then. Sit your ass down. <laughs> I ain't from nowhere. I don't pay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we sound like basic bitches right now. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't from nowhere. I ain't I from don't nowhere. Bang. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what you 
you sound. Oh like. my god, I'm sweating. <laughs> no. um, got your Uggs back there somewhere. <laughs> oh man, but what was I saying? Pumpkin so yeah, so it feels a little uh, dissatisfying. And plus, like when um, I'm curious, is this what you feel, or this is what your roommate feels? You know, I agree with him. Okay, but my personal stance is that. Okay, if we want to get into my personal stance, we have to like step back and talk about like mass con- culture and consumption right now. Here it now. comes. Here it comes, you guys. Here you it asked for it. Comes. Here it comes. Hey. So right. this is my theory. This is Jennifer Zhang's theory, and not anyone else's. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> but um, in a long serial um, piece, right? In a long serial property, I feel that midway through, whenever the show creators and the audience start to believe that there is a saga surrounding said story mm-hmm. like say harry potter you know star wars lord uh, of the rings uh, lord of the rings uh, is actually yeah, short um, enough to be successful on its own um but yeah game of yeah, thrones yeah. then <coughs> a certain kind of like psychological break happens where the showrunners have to become like extra cognizant of like what kind of show is it that we're putting on like how do we keep it successful now that we know that this model is successful and it starts to like kind of reel in on itself and the audience themselves start to draw like conjectures you know like Mm -hmm. fandom becomes so deeply entrenched in what the show will become Mm -hmm. you know so like I don't know. I'm still trying to like take a more neutral stance on things because I recognize that like art making is hard, you guys. It is. It is. And I will give like credence and validity to anybody who tries to make art. I will just give you bonus bonus kudos no matter who you are, what you're doing, even if it's bad. <laughs> I'm looking at you, that. Cloud Atlas. I, um, <laughs> I thought you liked Cloud Jennifer, Atlas. Jennifer, you're like so it. nice. No, yeah, but you're I, so nice. No, I am being nice because I'm just like, you know, it takes a lot for them to create this in the first place. And I think right. that what exists now exists for a reason. It's not the reason why I fell in love with Game of Thrones in the first place because it has deviated from the novels and is no longer character heavy, nor does it rely on the original mechanics that the story ran on. But it is a different story now, and I can still appreciate it for its entertainment elements rather than like feel like I'm possessive of what story it needs to be. Gotcha. Mike out. <laughs> All right. I get that. All I right. get that. Oh, wait. Okay. Okay. Can I say something? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever I'm you want. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, here it comes. Beyonce <laughs> had the best video it's coming of at you now. Right. Here it comes. I know. All right, you ready? This. All right. Uh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Take off, take off my hold earrings. earrings. I feel like <laughs> me and Dexter don't have as strong <laughs> feelings <laughs> I, about this. Hold I don't it. Okay. Caitlin, I don't know. Caitlin, you, get I, into I, it. I, okay. Uh, yeah. let, I'll, I'll be talking throughout. So let me just break it off. Right. Sure. You guys can, of course, chime in and talk. So I believe the artist shouldn't care about what the audience thinks. Mm. The artist Ideally, right. Ideally, yeah. yes. Mm. Art is born from what is within. And whatever message or story you're trying to tell shouldn't be in any way influenced by right. what the other people whom you're giving this art to want to see from you. So these people have every right to make whatever piece of art it is that they want, just like we as consumers have every right to have and form an opinion about that oh, art. Oh, absolutely. Right. So you're right. When, mm. when we live in a society such as the one we live in now, where you've got multi-billion dollar franchises mm-hmm. being pumped in our faces right. day in, day out. Marvel, yep. Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and it all its spawn. Uh, Game of Thrones, the new mm-hmm. Star Wars films, yep. right. all that stuff. Pe- 
this enters the collective consciousness. Yep. Like people are talking about it. People are getting excited. And when it happens to be Game of Thrones, which just so happens to be a really exciting and good story for a lot of people, mm -hmm. people are going to form strong opinions. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to please everyone. And yeah. every artist needs to know that. I read on your status on Facebook, uh, yeah. every, every time you make art, that's an act of bravery. And it really is. Anytime yeah. you express an opinion about something, every time you... Mm -hmm give out a message about something you believe that's mm -hmm. an act of bravery because someone's going to judge it yeah however <laughs> oh here it comes however i think d and d when i say d and d i mean uh the showrunners of game of thrones i call D&D them the double d's the double d's <laughs> db vice and david benioff have done a complete disservice to the true spirit of the story that George R.R. R. Martin set down and what caused us to fall in love with the story in the first place. Now, deviations having been made, mm. is that necessarily a bad thing? No. They were given only a matter of months to wrap up this epic series. Like four months around. Like four months, because mm -hmm. they still got to film this thing. Mm -hmm. And God knows that takes forever. I am very sympathetic to their plight. George R. Martin was probably like, yeah, let me tell you everything. And then when they showed up, he had like a one document page word spreadsheet Open office. written in Comic <laughs> Sans font. Yeah. Like and all it said was like, Night King dies. Yeah. <laughs> like John and uh, John and Daenerys fuck. Viserion uh, yeah. <laughs> happens at some point. Even, yeah, if yeah. even that. You right. know what I mean? Like, Fill in, fill in the blanks. Fill, yeah, <laughs> right. it, it was yeah. like ma uh, Mad Libs. <laughs> just, like, yeah, <laughs> just add whatever you want. Yeah, you know, do it. Yeah. So I'm very sympathetic to that. Yeah. However, I, I come from a creative writing background. And I, I, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I feel like Game of Thrones taught me to be a good writer. Mm -hmm. Because I love the story so much, mm -hmm. I always wanted to know, why is this so good? Mm -hmm. Why is It's mm -hmm. not just me who likes it, too. Because at first, when I was watching it, not many people knew about it. Mm -hmm. But then slowly throughout it spread, and so many people hopped on the bandwagon until mm -hmm. it became this global phenomenon. Yeah. And I realized there must be something about this story that is appealing to us right. on a on a deep inner like a basal level. On a base level. Right. Mm -hmm. And George R. Martin is consistently tapping in to those plot points that are making us feel for these characters. Mm -hmm. Now now I'm gonna go into this analogy that I created, um, that I told Earl about earlier. <laughs> Let's imagine we're all at a party. Right. And Dexter. Let's imagine you and I showed up to this party. Okay. And you're like, oh my God, I don't like going to parties. I say, why not, Dexter? You're like, I just, uh, I rarely meet people there who I actually care to talk to. It's just some social function I have to go to. And I say, well, come on, let's just, just come with me. You might have fun, right? And you say, okay, all right, let's go, Caitlin. So we go to this party, and this girl, Jen, comes up to us. So, yeah. <laughs> and Jen's like, oh my God. Welcome to my party. Oh my god, welcome hey. to my party. <laughs> and and she's like, "Oh my god. Uh, what's your name?" Dexter. Okay. Oh my god, what's your name? Shoes and boys. <laughs> boys and shoes. All I care about is avocado sandwiches and my Instagram <laughs> followers. Like and then she starts prattling on for 20 <laughs> minutes about about nails and hair and right. like oh shit sh we that Dexter <laughs> clearly doesn't give a rats a universal rats ass about. <laughs> And I'm here going like, oh my god, she's so funny, right? <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> <Such> funny. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, so funny. Now, is either of our reactions valid or invalid? 
So you're basically saying that people will always have subjective opinion? Yes. Okay. But <laughs> I'm here because maybe Jen isn't saying anything profound or deep mm. or novel or something that I haven't heard before. Mm. But she's entertaining me. Mm -hmm. And I happen to like people like that. I like Absolutely. people who stimulate and entertain me, even if it's just dumb shit they're talking about. Let's talk mm -hmm. about your avocado sandwich you had this morning. Mm -hmm. It's entertaining to me. Mm -hmm. Maybe Dexter's the kind of person who wants to talk to someone with substance. Mm -hmm. Someone mm -hmm. who tells him something he hasn't heard before mm -hmm. or something that's meaningful to him. Mm -hmm. Now, I got into Game of Thrones mm -hmm. because it was meaningful to me. Mm -hmm. It told me things that I hadn't seen in narratives before, mm -hmm. and that's what made me fall in love with it. Right. When it becomes reduced to standard fantasy trope. Or like just pure entertainment of yes. like the spectacle. The spectacle. The shock factor. Yeah. I, I, that I, don't, I am not entertained by that mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you, you, what you're saying is that um, once they started moving on forward with the story without, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I, the, the I, I tried. It, 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 yeah. it, it lacked. It lacked depth. Right. To me. Yeah. yeah. To me. Well, you know, you know I mean, yeah. a, a friend to of me. mine felt yeah. the same way, yeah. which is yep. funny because I felt the flip side. <laughs> right. You got more into it? Because, uh. Well, because I'm like, I just like to be entertained. Ooh. Yeah, you just and want to I, see I, Dragon I was, Titties, I was never going to get into the novels. I was like, oh, this is too That's dense. okay. I, I've only read you know? the first book. Yeah. I'm not a purist. I don't care if it doesn't follow the books. Please. Well, so he did. and yeah. But one of the things is he felt the same way. He felt like what was missing was... From these recent um, episodes, or the recent, probably recent season, from the last season, mm. right. especially right. the last, last season. season. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, and he knew, and I think he yes, read all of the season. books. This is my friend Michael mm. from Surat. Uh, from Surat, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. I could totally see this from Michael. Yeah, and he's yeah. like all, you know, because oh, and they took away all the characters, and he's he's just like, you got yeah. rid of all the the thing that made the show, which was the yeah. interaction from mm -hmm. all the characters. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yep. I get yep. that. Right, but part of the thing I was having trouble with was like. Oh, can we get get on and just answer the question? And when mm -hmm. it started doing that, I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, that was yeah, yeah. that was my that you. was yeah. my response. To yes, that, yeah. yes, yes. So that's why I'm sort of yeah. on board with it more. Right, um, that's fair. Not not that I didn't like the other right mm -hmm. uh, yeah. other seasons, mm -hmm. yeah. but I feel like the more it's wrapping things up, it feels more gratifying well, because you want I felt payoffs, like I was, right? yeah, yeah, because I was tired because I you know I was like. Right. Tired of not getting payoffs. I want oh. to get some payoffs. Yeah, Understandably. So interesting. I get yeah. that. I so get that. Your, your um, relationship with the media changed mm -hmm. as, as it got closer to the end. Because it yeah. was giving him more of what he wanted. Right. Mine right. did, but in a different way. But I went yeah. towards neutrality because I knew that if I purely loved the show based on what it was before, mm -hmm. then I would be sorely disappointed. Because it's become right. a different show, you know? Like it even is, yeah. even the uh, the amount of budget that they have has changed. You well, know? It looks so spectacular. It looks spectacular. It looks and yeah. there's like it's a different uh, you're gratified for a different reason now. Absolutely. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And actually uh, this brings me back to the status that I put up that Caitlin referred to earlier. Yeah. I put up a Facebook status today talking about how like we process fandoms nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's really odd because like all these things that we assume to be like geek or kind of niche yeah. or like counterculture or subculture right. uh, in the past or even in the nineties, like now suddenly it's mainstream culture. So we're yep. seeing like an unprecedented amount of people talking about these things um, like in day to day life. And my friend who has studied, I mean, she has an MFA in creative writing. Um, she's studied this before and she writes fandom and uh, follows fandom. And she was the one that told me the difference between like curative fandom and transformative fandom. So curative fandom is all about knowledge. It's the thing that uh, you are veering towards, Caitlin. I guess. It's about yeah. like making sure that everything is lined up <coughs> in order based on how the story works. Yes. On how the it is. Internal like rules of right. the world. What, yeah. what is the Doctor Who canon? Who is the best doctor? How yeah. do Weeping Angels work? All that, you know? And 
uh, transformative fandom. Well, they form a quantum tunnel. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and transformative fandom is more about what if. What if we could have this? Like, what if we included? But like, what if you want both? Included? Like, you know what I mean? No, you like, can have both. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. But we're talking yeah. about two things, and the thing is, both are double-edged swords. Both have to do with imagination uh -huh, and uh -huh. like intellectually plugging into something, but they can also both become toxic. You know, and that's what we're seeing with like Star Wars too. Yeah, actually. You know, it's like it's like a cake and a fortune cookie. <laughs> so a fortune cookie isn't like, oh my god, a fortune cookie. It's like it tastes right. kind of bland, <laughs> a bit of sugar here, there, yeah. a bit of a crunch. But there's depth to that fortune cookie because oh when goodness. you open that fortune cookie, there's a freaking fortune <laughs> inside. So the fortune cookie is curative. Uh, yeah, and that cake is like, oh my god, those layers, that icing, the color, the sprinkles. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. Yeah. But when you bite into it, it's just like it's just light cake. bread cake. Yeah. And then you get a tummy ache afterwards. There's if no you eat sustenance. Too much, <laughs> if you eat too much of it. That's why pie is better. Anyways. Um, pie is yeah. so pie better is better than, than cake. cake. I, I, I always argue Look, about guys, pie versus cake. I like cake. both. <laughs> I'm just... I like but both. I yeah, think I like the, both. What, what I really want... Pie, what I though. What I really want and what Game of Thrones always delivered to me for mm. the past eight years in spades was both. Mm -hmm. I got my cake. Right. And I got my fortune cookie. I had a fortune cookie inside the cake. Multiple fortune cookies. A king's cake. Yeah, and now will. it's just a cake. A really pretty, nice, well-iced cake. Right. No fortunes. Mm, mm. And I miss those fortune okay. cookies. You yeah, know? I get okay. That. I get that. So to go back to the episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about the nature of game. We're, we're not talking about food. I mean, like, <laughs> that was my whole right issue. <laughs> 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 Thank, Thank you for sticking through. I know. Thank you for sticking through our dissertation. Sorry. And multiple metaphors. Given Wait, on can I do one more? Can we do one more? Can I do one more? Just really quick, really quick, really quick, really quick. <laughs> is it really going to add to the conversation? No, it though? is. It is. Oh, okay, fine. I'll okay. tell later. Go ahead. Okay, okay. We, we have to talk about Game of Thrones. So, okay. what does happen, though? So, we do see people die like Theon, like Sir Jorah, Ed, Ed um, um, Melisandre, Lyanna Stark. Lyanna Stark. Wow. Right. Lyanna Stark dies with a hot bang. And Beric Dondarrion. Beric Dondarrion. Yeah. I, on in on my pool sheet, I, I had Liana like alive and well, but oh. I lost. I so. thought she was gonna live too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I l at least she went out, you know, with a bang. Mm -hmm. you know, she did. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a scene that stuck out to me was, of course, like you know, the whites standing around the fire chasm, you know, and then white. one mm -hmm. of oh, them right, yeah. finally right. decides to like to walk shove and itself, yeah. right? And you realize like they're a virus. Like mm -hmm. they don't care, they don't care. if yeah. they lose one or five or ten. They only it's care about the to whole. Yeah, it's about the whole. There's something so creepy about that because it's like, right. you know, we're worried about these human beings that all have like their own uh, consciences and, and journeys, yeah. but then like these these whites that. are just they're like supernatural fragments board. of one right. hive they're mind. Just like one yeah. hive. Yeah. yeah. I think the Night King was controlling them, wasn't he? Of course. Yeah. yeah. So that's why yeah. he you know, like, when he's dead. Right, you it's like well, a vampire. Yeah. The yeah. In a way. Yeah. Talking yeah. about the um the fire trench kind of brings me back to something, you know, a little a thing that I was wondering about the entire time was like the actual military tactics of, of mm -hmm. uh, what was some, going some on. People, some right. people broke it down and said that's no, total. Yeah, all this total stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, it's too absolutely. bad Walter's not here. I feel I like know. Walter could have provided. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Walter, yeah, Walter, converse with us. Tell us about the military tactics. Yeah, Walter's only found in online chat man. right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, I was reading Quora, and a lot yeah. of people were complaining. First, first of all, the Dothraki right. 
heading the off. The charge of the light the charge right. of the Dothraki into yeah. the unknown where there's zero visibility is that basically military suicide. Absolutely. And for oh. some reason they thought it'd be a <laughs> flashlights. Oh, no. But they had no Our production like, matter said they had no support. They had flashlight. Yeah. The air support was, a, was yeah. like way in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that was weird. It was a cinematic moment, which in retrospect didn't make it, much militaristic right. sense. But you know, it looked, looked cool, cool and you yeah. got excited. Um, and then, like, they should have they should have lit the trenches from the beginning. Right. There should have been yep. multiple trenches, and they should have been hiding behind the trenches. Behind yep. the Didn't trenches. they learn from Lord of the Rings, as in, like, you should launch your range shooters first before you right, move the, the movers on the ground? <laughs> well, actually, like, have you learned nothing from Clash of Clans? Like, I know. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, people like, are saying they play. shouldn't have been outside the walls to begin with. This right. is a right. typical siege. They yeah. should have been within the walls. Throwing shit down from the top. I know they only threw like, like they did their in Blackwater or ballistas. Yeah, they only threw their cannons like in the very beginning, but launched into yeah. darkness. And where were the archers? They were like on top of the um, on the battlements. But were they yeah. were they shooting their arrows? They only I shot when them. they got up to the wall. They were oh, shooting them down okay. yeah. well, as see, they were climbing up the wall. That's the drawback of having troops outside of the walls. <gasps> yeah, maybe like sometimes you're hit your own men. Exactly, you'll hit your own <laughs> men. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, depending on what kind of uh, arrows and bows they have, mm. the range might not reach the end of the uh, where they have their front line. Mm. Yeah. So remember, they had very limited dragon glass. And he had, yeah, true. true. Had the other thing is, one of the things that might explain yeah. it that they might say is limited resources. So right. we only had so many, you mm. know, dragon fireballs, fire glass, yeah. trench. We only had yeah. so much, so more, so much to use against them. Right. So mm. Mm. This right. really interests me. I don't know shit about battle tactics. Right. Which is why I want to learn more. Yeah, because you know I'm totally gonna find myself in a medieval battle soon. You should totally but play <laughs> RTSs like yeah. real time strategies. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. um, Warcraft oh. or like War- Warcraft. 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 <laughs> you mean Lara Croft? You mean Lara Croft? Lara Croft. Lara Croftcraft. Lara I'm gonna have like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Anyway, you'll never have to get like. I had a question. So I had a question. Um. I know that it kind of goes back to what you were saying, Caitlin. And let's—I'd I, like to know each of you right. what you thought of Arya, because that seems like that's mm. the crux of a lot of people's division. Like that's like whether or not it sh- should have been her. So we talk about payoffs. We talk about uh, Azor issues, Azor High, like just yeah. her killing the Night King. Yeah. Like, like what is your feelings on just? All of just Arya and everything that happened in the episode leading up to that climactic moment. Can can I Go say yeah. something? Sure. Um, I I don't know. I I feel like it's not about Arya per se because I'm I'm okay with Arya. Of course, you know, like she doesn't need my permission to kill anyone. Like she's just a badass. She kills anyone she wants. But like, I just don't know about the story bottlenecking itself in. Winterfell, because this is something, again, that my uh, roommate brought up, was that essentially now that the Night King is defeated, Cersei was right. There was no reason to even battle or go up to the north. What was the point of that? And Cersei is purportedly, you know, not as smart as she thinks she is, but now she's right. Now she's right. And now she's the big bad, you know? So, like, not necessarily that it... The question for me is not... Should it have been Arya? I think of all people, yeah, Arya is a very capable killer, and I think this is a great addition to her story arc. However, was it fitting to the overall narrative? Did it need to write itself into that Winterfell corner? I don't know, but that's what happened, and so I have to accept that now. 
<laughs> have to accept it. I mean, it's, it's what is in existence, you know? I don't yeah. know. I'm a very stoicist person. So, <laughs> no, stoic. I, I'll agree. stoic person. Stoic. Yeah. I'll agree with that. I, I don't think, because um, I have absolutely no problem with it being Arya. Mm. Um, and uh, we were talking a little bit about this earlier with Caitlin. You mean, mean problem with her being, being the one who being kills the one. Yeah. yeah, I have yeah. no problem with that. I have yeah. absolutely no problem yeah. with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the problem is uh, whether or not it feels earned, like narratively wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that I I don't know if I have an answer for that yet. I'm still kind of mulling over the ep- episode. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. it's only been two days between that and Endgame. There's like a lot to kind of unpack. So I think I'm going to need another um, uh, another viewing because I'm very hesitant to like knee jerk about it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I don't like it. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. I, I don't like it. I'm, I'm not a book purist. Again, screw the prophecies. Well, don't screw the prophecies. But <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> it's not that important. I feel like I the, prophecies, yeah. the prophecies are like dead in the yeah, water. They're already dead. Yeah, yeah, so it's fine. It's fine. I, I don't mind. <laughs> is it fine? I don't mind <laughs> if Arya is the one who kills the Night King. No. Mm-hmm. My former roommate posted on Free Folk the other night. On our Free Folk? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah on, our free, on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, all he said was, I... You know, I don't have a problem with Arya being the one who killed the Night King, but I don't think there was enough buildup for it, and it just came out of nowhere. Hmm. He got downvoted to hell, and people started immediately accusing him of being a sexist and an incel. Whoa. Because of that. Yeah. Is is he part of the uh, the Beta Rebellion? Definitely not. (laughs) So that's not him, okay? Now, I don't mind that Arya killed the Night King. I mind that the Night King was killed at all (laughs) in this episode. Right. Because uh, uh, our, uh, one of our friends actually suggested in the comments, he said, I thought that they were going to have this big climactic battle at Winterfell. Many people would die. There would be survivors somehow. Something would happen where the stragglers would escape Winterfell, move down at King's Landing, and then the Night King would come and follow them there to finish up the battle. Which is kind of, or I, th- I thought kind of the same thing. I thought that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if it weren't to happen, I still don't think the Night King should have died because ultimately this is a song of ice and fire. George R. Martin himself has said again and again and again that let's not get caught up in the politics of Westeros. Let's remember that there is an impending supernatural threat coming right. from the north. And it's going to end in a climactic, supernatural, fantastic battle between ice and and fire. That's what he said. Um, not those words exactly, but because he's saying. Yeah. We, but he's saying mm-hmm. we all concentrate on the politics of Westeros, mm-hmm. but the important part is that there's some there's an outside force that's coming mm. in to invade. I mean, like send me that when you find like the source of that because like sure. it's interesting. I was talking yeah. to my friend who has read all the books, uh-huh. and he says the Night King is not even in the books. It doesn't matter if the Night King's in. And the White Walkers are. The White Walkers are there for five pages. Yes, or but the others. Yeah. In the books. So like it's there's like s- this overarching question of like how much has the show done to amplify that high magic versus low magic? If the show has done that, yeah. the show needs to stay within the rules of its own universe. To follow through with it. The first scene Absolutely. of this show is the White Walkers. That's mm-hmm. it, right. that's crucial in establishing what this real story mm-hmm. is about. Mm-hmm. When you when you make the White Walkers just a plot device mm-hmm. for characters to meet each other mm-hmm. to add drama then it's no longer necessary. Really, it, It's not satisfying. It's yeah. not true to the message of this story. That's why you posted up that article that yeah. said the Night King 
because basically became a MacGuffin. A big blue icy MacGuffin. Mm. And I know Rodney disagrees with me. <laughs> um, Rodney nods. Feel free right. to ch chime in, but oh yeah, yeah. let's hear Sorry, Dexter's. I mean, I had no problem with Arya killing the Night King. None of us had a problem with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether she earned it, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm a sucker for uh, uh, transformative characters who train and become badass. We all mm -hmm. love that, yeah. Right. yeah. Absolutely. And, and for it to come from her, mm -hmm. which, um, you know, I mean, your friend saying that it wasn't earned, maybe it's because it wasn't um, expected, but that's part of the what was great about it is it was sort of unexpected. They tried their best to make sure that nobody saw that coming. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't you think know. anyone saw it coming. Yeah. Really. yeah. You know, because I mean, the last time you saw it, you see her run off, talking about different colored eyes. Mm -hmm. Well, and at that, and if you so, if you really, if you connected those two closer, right. you would know. Mm -hmm. But because they're so far apart, right? Yeah. And the way they they structured it, mm -hmm. uh, they even said that in I think I read it like I and hopefully people will forget where she is, so that when she comes out, mm -hmm. it's at the last moment because then then it's like oh shit oh, because everybody felt like everything's lost everybody's gonna. Die! Oh my yeah, God. they would have yeah. died. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. Somebody did kind of uh, <coughs> did call that out while we were watching, and it was Walter. Mm -hmm. What did he say? Walter, right before, like right when the the Night King uh, reached, uh, got to Bra Bran, and um, uh, you know, things looked really dire for a hot second. Mm -hmm. uh, Walter was sitting there um, whispering. Uh, Arya, please just come. Arya, please just come. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Walter yeah. did this. He willed yeah. her into existence. You know what I wish <laughs> had happened is um, Arya and the Red Woman had come together somehow. Right. Mm -hmm. the, the Red Woman mm -hmm. sets the lieutenants on fire. Oh, I know, but they can't. They should have made them be able to die by fire or no. something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because that would have been cool. And then Ar then I'll believe that's how Arya snuck up on him. Well, so. yeah. well I think they even, I mean, the whole middle part of that episode, she's sneaking around. She's going in stealth mode. She's right. like Tom yeah, Clancy-ing yeah. these yeah, yeah, whites, yeah. man. She's Sam Fisher. Like I mean, I mean, and then it's the like, <laughs> and then there's the white walkers. I know. I think, I think I what you just said, really Caitlin, is kind of like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um, and reading oh. a lot of things. <laughs> about How many? Yeah, <laughs> a different I'm podcast. But yeah, the, one of the things they said it was like betrayal. When when things like this happen and these mm -hmm. these endings of shows, mm -hmm. right. what happens is that we have this sort of expectation as people that have invested into this years into this. Right. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, you're like, oh, it should have happened this way. Yep. Mm -hmm. I have this theory. Yep. I have. Oh no, this is what happens. This is that. And then when it doesn't happen that way, mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you you have to throw away all of those theories yep, that yep, you have invested yep. so much into mm -hmm. well, or or even just uh except I never oh, did invest but in no what theories. I'm saying is yeah. like not even necessarily investing as a but your idea of how the story should end well here's right? here's mm -hmm. what I'll say is that um I personally I um I do of course I have expectations of how a story will end mm -hmm. and but I I do my best to let that go once it actually happens you know once the story like uh, Same. um mm -hmm. uh, pl finally plays out what I have problems with is um whether or not um that that the story that was presented makes logical sense to the story that was already presented yes, mm -hmm. yes. and that's that is always the fulcrum of my um my qualms. It's why I, you know, I don't like uh, Man of Steel mm. because 
There's just, Wait, you didn't pump. like Man of Steel? Oh my god. <laughs> You're so ignorant. Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman? Both. Both, Both. Okay. brilliant. Right. Like that's why I didn't like Caitlin. those like, they, DC I mean, forever. <laughs> they create I mean they create this what a troll. this um you know, they they create a logic and then they they just they make no sense out of it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. and I think, you know, a lot of this too is um, with what's going on with Game of Thrones is we're not uh, we're, we don't have a problem with uh, with Arya per se with that happening. It's just the way it was presented mm. a lot of times. I agree. There was the build up was not right. as satisfying. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I like Game of Thrones because it's clever. Right. If you can come up with a clever way for Arya to kill the king in a way that is both surprising and satisfying and believable. Right. That's great well, to me. I'll raise yeah. you another thing. Mm-hmm. I think like to clarify a point that you're also making mm-hmm. is that um, in the past, you know, maybe like the first four, five-ish seasons of Game of Thrones have heavily relied on like character-based choices mm-hmm. yeah. rather right. than yeah. in the latter half of the seasons coincidental actions that therefore explain the plot. Right. Yes. Yep. You know? That's so true. it's, yep. you know, like more character driven, like things feel like they earned payoff, whereas more coincidental occurrences have the shock factor, but ultimately don't have as much satisfaction for those who are seeking the narrative payoff from the first seasons yes. in that way. Yes. Well, is I that mean, fair to say? That's absolutely Agreed. Fair I okay. agree. And uh, well, I, I always go back to like, um, and this is kind of, it's an improv thing, is when you're playing a scene, something that's long form, and um, a lot of, uh, and especially uh, an improv scene that's narrative, uh, a lot of teams or a lot of players will tend to harp on um, what do we do, what do we do, and uh, get very plotty mm-hmm. in their heads. Mm-hmm. When in the end, at the end of the day, at the end of that show, Nobody gives a shit where the plot goes. Mm. Yeah, it's it's all about uh, what relationships were created. Yeah, yeah, it's the game yeah. itself. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're too busy looking for a roadmap. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's exactly and, what and, it is. And the whole point of it is to yeah. take what's next, yeah. right? Move forward. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Abs- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Absolutely. During our watch series, because we as Pangeekery watched the episode together, we did. Um, right. We ended up watching the you know the behind the thrones uh, snippet With yeah. after the right. episode. Not, no, not the forty minute one. Apparently, there's one they did for the whole battle. Oh, this is I just see. the one that's like a few. This minutes. one's just right. like you yeah. know a couple of minutes after the show where they talk about the making of the show, and D and D basically say that when we were choosing who was going to slay the Night King, and then that's when I knew that this was a writer's room decision yep. and not a it's not George R. how R. do we yeah. yeah how do we follow the the guidelines set by the story and like in the n- world of the story who would have been the best person to make this payoff happen so like there's just different mm-hmm. values there's many cooks in the kitchen and now it's D's baby you know yeah. Yeah, so hard, they get right. to do what they want to do with it and it's still a good show it's just not the show that we fell in love with from the beginning. Yeah, I'm, I'm being so harsh. I really <laughs> am. You know why? It's because I care so much. If I, if I cared a fraction of what I do for the show now, mm. I'd probably be like, eh, you know. <laughs> you know right. Eh. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Uh-huh. But because I care so much, it's like, trying to hang out with an ex, you're like, yeah, we're just friends. We're totally just friends. Oh. We can totally go back to just being friends. But you're like, but we're not friends. There's a history there. Okay, anyway. Yeah, that doesn't um, happen. That yeah. doesn't happen. That's <laughs> how I feel about Game of Thrones. I'm like, <laughs> we're just friends, but 
but no, I used to love you. I know. <laughs> it's it's a little awkward now because we're divorced from how yeah. things used to yeah, be. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I think that's a good place to leave off. Yeah. Um, dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction. Would you say Long night, we're just friends. Um, <laughs> long night. Battle of Don't Winterfell. Don't you say I'm just a friend. But you, you say I'm just a friend. Oh, oh baby, you got, got what I need. <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, uh, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in to this uh, episode of Pangeekery Podcast. Season, I mean, uh, episode eight of Pangeekery Podcast. <laughs> we'll be back at it next Tuesday, uh, same time, eight p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch.tv/Pangeekery. Um, hit us up on the socials: Instagram. Um, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all at Pan Geekery. Um, I want to give uh, a big shout out and thanks to our guest, Dexter Adriano. Thank you. Yay. Thanks for having Yay. me here. Um, I wish you, you guys all the all of the awesomeness in the future. And um, a shout out to our sponsors once again, Jimmy John's, and to Filipino Worker Center for uh, letting us shoot in this location. Um, up next week. I don't know what do we have coming up next week. <laughs> More Game of Thrones. More Game of Thrones. <laughs> More we Game of Thrones, but we are also going to be having a Game of Thrones themed dinner. <gasps> oh, that's, so that's this weekend, right? That's happening. It's this weekend. Uh, what's the date? Oh, May. May 5th. We're going to have some Mayo. stuff. And it's going to be cooked by Master Chef Season 9 contestant Ralph Tagala. Oh, nice. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. so then we'll, we'll, we'll sit there. We'll eat some Game of Thrones themed uh, food. Wow. Watch the episode together. And oh, then that's so we'll, nice. So are we recording on that day? So we we'll record that. Okay. Got upload, it. upload that to like YouTube. All right. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. and then we'll have our regular episode on Tuesday, and we'll talk all about it. Awesome. Sweet. So uh, everybody, yeah. again, um, uh, well now our our death pool is closed because people have died. But like, we'll wait, it's closed. Oh, oh, right now the, the yeah, second. The oh. second. Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, yeah. You can't enter it anymore. Right. But, That'd be um, cheating. Right. That would be cheating. You're cheating. You're cheaters. Cheaters. Um, so uh, we'll get. <laughs> I know. Wow, You're such a cheater. You're becoming one of us. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I am the honorary Filipino of this group. When the zero um, percent. <laughs> when the uh, when this series ends, you know, we'll we'll figure out who the winner is and let everybody know. But again, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes. It'll help us out a lot. Uh, thank you, everybody. The cast. Uh, the cast. The crew. Uh, Mara, Arnold, Mark, Rodney. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Podcast, covering all things geek from an all diverse perspective. Visit us online at www.pangeekery.com.